let's make sure these motherfuckers is working, dude. Hello. Are you there? Yes. Yes, I am. Point hammers intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. hammered. It was Christmas Eve, babe. And the drunk tank. An old man said to me, Won't see another one. And then I sang a song. I turn my face away and dream the bells got on the lucky one came in late into one I've got a feeling this years from me and you so happy Christmas I love you, baby I can see a better time When all our dreams come true What is going on, people? This is fucking Point Hammered, episode 95. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much. This is the Butch Man. Yeah, got the bastard here yeah. today, December 21st, 2013. It seems like this guy just won't quit puking snow lately. What the no fuck, doubt. man? <laughs> this is- yeah, this is kind of a nice respite from my house because there's my daughter and her son. my son-in-law brought three dogs with them. Oh, that's... Yes, it's awesome. Do you listen to the Adam Corolla podcast? No, I do not. That's one of his rants, people who fucking bring their dogs over to your house for the holidays. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> we love them to death and the dogs, but the dogs are like little people, which is... Uh, okay. <laughs> I think I would uh, make them bring three kennels, and those little fucks would just sit in the kennels whining the whole way. <laughs> well, it takes them a couple of days to settle down, and they figure out, wow, okay, we don't need to run all the place and bark every time Mike moves in the house. <laughs> it is so, his house, after all. <laughs> yeah, like this morning, I got up uh, got up early. I thought I'd be quiet, and I stepped in, the, and something creaked. and Fucking dogs, And then it went on like this some more. You just got to start pounding around the house. Just football kicking those little fucking things. How big of dogs are they? Uh, the, the the largest is probably eleven pounds. Ah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So it's like Boom. 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 a little bit bigger Boom. than rats, yeah. but, but not as big as any a, a rabbit. I don't know. They're not very big. They got to be about the size of these fucking cats I got running around here. Yeah, I see that. They, can, they got the black cat. It's like an episode of Samantha or something. It's, you know, the dark, the bright green eyes. So. These cats. They're quiet all the fucking time. Well, that's 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 an upside. You'll get three or four caterwauls a day where you're just sitting there watching TV, and then the other end of the house you hear, and you're like, get it! Shut up! The cat just looked at you. Oh, yeah. he speaks my language. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> what the fuck you been up to in the hobby, buddy? I've been doing a towel commission. I just uh, finished up the first batch of that. It's for uh, a guy uh, out east is had me hook it up for his for his kid for Christmas. He was a little slow on getting me all the materials, so uh, I, I couldn't finish the whole commission, but I got the uh, the first batch was the crisis suits and, uh, and the Riptide model, a bunch of drones, and uh, I got those done at 3 a.m. yesterday morning, Ugh. which was just 
awesome because I'm 52 and I don't do staying up till 3 a.m. very often. So it was, yeah, yesterday was sort of a fog. Uh, but those went out. They, they turned out pretty good uh, for how quick I had to finish them up. And then I got some more to do for that. Wait, uh, let me interject here. Yeah. So you were sharing your airbrush experiences with me oh, on yeah, this. Yeah. Your uh, first time using an airbrush. So why don't you say what you said to me earlier? <laughs> okay, yeah, I got it. But this, yeah, j- just for I, the sake of the people and for me because I am looking to pick that up soon. Yeah, airbrush. I also do Flames of War. It's uh, uh, and I'm real, real into that. And the German armor, it's really hard to get that the right look on the their camo patterns without using you know aerosol paint. Sure. So I said so I went ahead and uh, went on eBay, or actually through Amazon, and I, for like ninety bucks, I, I caught a deal and got a, a airbrush. Uh, like a nice dual action. Yeah. Is dual it action. gravity fed? Yeah. Okay. It's gravity fed with the uh, the little reservoir on top. Uh, that's gravity fed. Duh. And, and dual <laughs> well, action. Some people won't know that. <laughs> yeah, and then it came with a reservoir one where you could switch the jar out without having to clean it, which is pretty cool, although I have yet to fire that up. And then a pump and some accessories. It was like less than, it was like 80 bucks was shipping. One yeah. thing I'm like having an issue with is what to, because I have a compressor, like a proper compressor for right. cars and, mm-hmm. you know, spraying paint and shit, like proper paint or drywall texture. But what do you use for, you said you have a pump? No, it's a compressor. It comes with it. It's Just a, a little mini fucker? Yep. It's on demand. You can so spend more and get one with a reservoir, but, okay. you know, like a tank. Right. And those cost more. The, this one, though, it just, you know, when the pressure gets low, it just kicks right on. So it runs pretty much all the time, which it's not that loud. I, I You know, I looked up, I, before I spend money on something, I tend to look up and, and get reviews. Get reviews. <laughs> and, you know, well, this you know this is a piece of crap. Don't waste your time type of, you know, I tend not sure. to buy those. And the thing has an auto cutoff when it gets too hot. But then I just went to Walmart and I bought this little mini fan and I clip it and run it on there and it and it keeps it cool enough so it never shuts off. Okay. So, yeah, because the first time I painted with it, I didn't have the fan. And I got about halfway through painting shit and then like, and there's nothing. And you got a dirty brush that you, you need the air to clean and, and all this stuff. So I was like, uh, I had a lot of choice words in the basement. Uh, they're probably still floating in space somewhere. And then, uh, so then I, I went and bought the fan and that worked pretty well. The airbrush is, is really cool. Um, one of things I've been using it for is for primering. Uh, I, I did that for the first time with a towel. So you can buy different types of airbrush paints from Vallejo, uh, Miniature Air. A lot of companies make the paint. I kind of recommend those two for my limited experience with them. Sure. Uh, the the primer, though, I was having bad experiences going in a garage spray spray painting primer. Right. I get like, you know, it depends on the weather. And here, lately, the weather has been so all over the place. Yeah. Well, now it's just damn cold. But during the <laughs> summer, there, we had some real hot days. And you can lead into some primer and disasters there if right. you try to primer like that. So uh, the paints I'm using, they're water-based. There's really not a problem with them. So I'm doing it in my basement with that fan. And there's no real fumes or anything like that. Sure. One, it, one concern I have with that, the aerosol cans kind of suck because sometimes they just gob all over your models but it's quick you put them out there psh, you're fucking done you know well this airbrush is the same way it is okay yeah you I, get the airbrush running and then you can adjust how much paint comes out okay so you and can crank her way up and just yeah if you need to okay you know but and i tried something new also this time and if if you look at me on facebook there's a lot of pictures because I, I was just taking ipad shots and posting them real quick because i'm too lazy <laughs> to set up the camera and uh i use these uh wine corks and then as i paint parts separately i use the wine corks as a holder sure and i rigged up this uh pieces of foam core 
door and I hot glued a bunch of thumbtack pointed up like yeah. some sort of tank trap in, or a tire you know thing that flattens your tire the police have it right like a spike strip spike yeah. strip yeah and then you can just set the corks in there and it gives you a way to pick them up so the primer I just wear uh, go to Walmart you get these examination gloves which, yeah I got a bunch for working on my motorcycle right and put that on so you're not worried about spraying on your hand and then you can just spin them all around spray it sure and it's like having a little miniature spray can and so you can get all the nooks and crannies the paint's thin and by the time you set it down and you're starting the next one it, it's dry you set up like a little spray box or something to catch all your overspray no it, it, well, I'm, I'm spraying at pretty low psi okay so you could spray at higher psi you probably want to do that okay and at the time i tried to do that well i didn't try i did it i just have some big from a box i just cut the piece sure. of the cardboard out and i just you know use some painter's tape and just t- rig something up for that one time if i need to do that but right now i just i have a fairly large table in the second basement room i have and it sounds like a dexter room but my second <laughs> basement room and uh, i can do an air so it dries really quick okay and so uh, and you don't have all that have to go back in and repaint where you missed and everything because you can hit all that right then right because you're actually holding the model up mm-hmm. not holding a box yeah. lid with fucking eight models on it at the same right time. yeah yeah and, and or, or you got this big setup and, and your overspray from spraying one thing goes on to the next one and makes a coat on it or some crazy right shit. okay yeah, um, and then for painting, uh, a thing I learned the hard way, it doesn't work like I'm used to liquid paint working, you know, with oh, a like brush. Like brush paint? Yeah. Right, the way it coats is very, it's not very different, but it's enough. And normally I paint a red, I start off of a, you know, the, the tower red-based. Sure. Like I wanted red, and I, I did it and went against it with white, because that's a, you can't go wrong with that combo. For, right. <laughs> or cheesy Warhammer stuff, or 40K stuff. So I painted off this dark uh, red-brown. and So that was your I, base coat? Was right, that red-brown? Right, and okay. I bought this brown oxide primer, really nice color, deep, rich brown, red, and it took me like 15 freaking coats. <laughs> uh, various levels of brighter red to an orange to get that to even brighten up to a normal red. Now I was painting very thin, and you know, again, I'm it's kind of like I couldn't afford to screw these models up either because I didn't really feel like replacing them because they were a contract or a commission work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, like what? three crisis suits, seventy five dollars, man. It's like yeah. that's ridiculous. So what was the lesson there? In the terms lesson of, is like you went uh, too dark with your. I went too dark with the base coat. Okay. Uh, and the other lesson is I probably should have just worked one model up. With the paint, just to get a feel and for just it, just kind of sucked up the brush cleaning time. Okay. Yeah. Um. And and actually, not to plug Fleet Farm, but Fleet Farm has <laughs> uh, a really nice dual action brush for that was on sale for twenty seven bucks. And that's what you were using. I for... used that one. Yeah, it was it's better than the one that came in the kit. The one the kit was uh, it's got a really fine aperture on it, so it was a little finicky. Okay. It plugged pretty easy. This one's a little larger. Okay. But again, for doing larger stuff, it works pretty good. And I get a, a line down to the size of a fat pencil with it, which is more than fine enough for what I'm doing. Sure. And I was very intimidated when I bought the thing. It sat in my basement for a long time, in the box for a long time. I looked at the box. The box, if it had eyes, looked at me. I don't know if I'm going to open that. And then uh, finally I did and kind of dived in. And the tanks I did with it turned out really nice. And I said, well, I'm going to try it with these towels. And I basically wasted a weekend. So the lesson for this one, for example, if I wanted to paint kind of a rich red, I should have started with a with just like a red colored primer or primer white and then spray that red over it and use that as a base coat. So you would have... Would you bother inking it or something like that? Yeah, I'd probably ink it at the end, maybe a mid-step, okay. ink it, and then go back and give it a dusting with the airbrush. The thing with the airbrush, though, you can make like panels and, and curved objects, get a really nice highlight on them. Sure. And that's, I, I think, a lot of what you see, like commercial commission painters, Yeah, that's what they do now. Uh, I see a lot on War Machine stuff. They've got all those big panels on the right. back of the War Jacks and things, and they'll highlight all those panels up, then they just go back in and paint the details, and it looks it looks pretty good, you know? Right. You and know, it's not all I've, blending and... 
and I've mastered that technique with a brush, but it fucking takes forever, forever and yeah. ever. You know, that's that's yeah. how you get thirty hours yeah. into a model. And I think you know, as you get more experience with the airbrush, that uh, I'll be able to get a smoother blend. Sure. You know, like I mixed up like three colors. Thing with the airbrush, though, it lays on so thin that you can just go in and keep laying on and laying on. Sure. And, and it works pretty well. And, and I don't know, it's a good experience ish. You know, I, I kind of wasted about nine hours of paint time <laughs> that might have served me and not having to be up at three to three a.m. yesterday. But that's eh, the way it goes. But next time you do it, now yeah, it should go quicker, right? Yeah. And then uh, another technique I saw online that I'm going to try, so I can probably give. I won't say a battle report, but that's probably maybe that's what it'll be. Is you primer black or dark gray, mm-hmm. depending on what you're going to paint up to. You could even do that dark red, that the dark brown that I used, and then spray overspray that with white. But you overspray it is called a dusting. Right. So you give it a light dusting from where you want your light, your light points source, to be. Sure. Right. And then even if you're going to paint the model in pieces, you just tack putty it together, and they give it overspray of white, and then you do your base coat, and then you paint normal. Right. Like you know, do like a glaze of your base color. Okay. And it'll pre-shadow it. And so I saw that online, and I had already primed. It was uh, I was going to do it with the plague drones. I did, but uh, I, w- I got all gung ho and just primed them solid white. And I saw that. It's like dang, dang. <laughs> so um, the, yeah, the next larger projects I do, I won't do them for the rest of the towel because I've already started them one way. I need them to match. But uh, the next Warhammer project I do, I'm going to roll with that and see how it goes. Okay, what kind of fantasy stuff you've been working on here? Well, I finished up stuff for North Star, and that's kind of it. I mean, I've been on towel since then. And yeah. North Star was in November. I had this uh, early November. Yeah, was it? Well, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm lining up is uh, next army on the slate. There's always a next army, and uh, those of you that that do this hobby know that there's never you're never done. Yeah, there's uh, always some shit yeah, in the so, back of your brain. Right. So I've been collecting up the parts uh, and models and kits, etc., to do chaos. Dwarfs. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing those. I'm going to convert most of them, except for the the uh, the bull bull centaurs. Okay. Yeah. I are, can't make a model nicer than. Yeah. It. I mean, those I, are pretty I'm, badass. Yeah. Those are those are really really nice, and and I don't think I could scratch build something to that level where it would it just look like I'm trying to make those. So so what's the point? Right. So I'm gonna have eight of those in the army. So those are on the way now. So that's good. Uh, I'll probably modify them a bit just so they match what I'll do with the other dwarves. Okay. Did you get any of the big champion models? No, I did not. No, okay. oh, for the, uh, yeah, they make that here. For the Tarook, bull center. Yeah. It's, it's got some goofy name, Tabrook. Well, that's a city, but <laughs> got a name like that. Yeah, I didn't get one of those. Yeah, so I'll have to repose them. I'll probably have one stepping on a rock. There's a lot of things you can do to make models even repose the same. Yeah, I'm going to do those dudes as a second unit of Mornfang in the Bull Ogre Army. Oh, sweet. And step one is going to be, because if you see, hold them in your hand and look at them, the bodies are kind of short, you know, like the, the length of the bull body so I'm going to extend their body about half an inch and make them just bigger longer fill up that base a little better put the bull minotaur head on it then or I'm going back and forth because I think the heads that come with them look pretty badass and the the minotaur heads that I you know those old school minotaur heads they just don't look right they won't fit the same feel of that model and if I do go with those minotaur heads then I got to cover that body in the fur that's on the minotaur head and I've sculpted so much of that fucking fur over the last couple years so I might just go with you know what what they come with. I also had a technique for making those plastic minotaur heads bigger. It was, it was a fair amount of work, but it turned out really cool. And then they just look huger, and they would actually fit that body size. But because yeah, you want that all to match and everything. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But yeah. yeah. So with the, yeah, the cast of wars. I'm thinking kind of an an, an Assyrian theme because one of the deities the Assyrians had was it was the bull centaur basically, but winged. But okay. we, we will ignore the wing part. <laughs> 
doesn't make any <laughs> sense for the game. But I just like that that kind of like, biblical, old-school look. You could give them these stunted little wings that clearly don't work. <laughs> I don't know how you'd pull it off, but it might be cool. For those of you that can't see, I'm stroking my miniature beard right now. That's, <laughs> mm, that's not it. That's, that's, like that's a good idea. Stunted-looking. Like, oh, I, I got you. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool-looking, too, if done well. But Yeah. Yeah, So and I got to up my game, as I learned at North Star, if you don't have a, a base with a terrain piece. And I, I threw away about between not turning my army list in time and not having because I, I was rocking my old school thing which is an old frame and uh, kind of a hand painted Nurgle symbol underneath which for you know back when I was playing back Rammer, in the day back yeah. in the day that was pretty cool <laughs> but now it's like yeah so that, that would have moved me up like nine places in the, the thing I've been close to top ten so <laughs> and I'm really happy with that turnout considering I hadn't played but uh, I've been cutting my teeth playing Rogers and beating up on Andrew and, and, and then Johnny here we've been trying out armies on each other so I felt a little savvy at least uh, I still really don't have all the nuances of Aiden yet, which I learned uh, last weekend at Mary Mayhem. So. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> in a little while, that won't matter, because I'm sure Ninth Edition's on the horizon. Yeah, and, here, and, so. and nobody will know anything again. Yeah. <laughs> then the giant horde I just put together won't matter, and I'll have to make new separate bases. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it goes. Right. All right. Well, let's talk about the shit I've been working on. So. Yeah. Been converting and fucking painting up a new bull ogre command, so I got a fucking standard bearer done and a musician done. Turn out pretty cool. Those fucking things are fun to do, but it's just to come up with something completely new with those old metal models. But at this point, to pull something unique off, you got to convert like half the models. It's a big fucking hassle. I'm happy with the results. So I'll do a blog post on them before too long here. Been painting the fucking Orctonian Pegasus boar fucking the rider. The pig itself is done. He's been attached to his base, and that shit turned out pretty badass. If you yeah, follow the blog, awesome. you'll have seen that. And I got the skin done on the latest dude. Every time I do one, I just grab random green colors. I'm trying to use all of the new G-Dub shit and just work them together and then always at the end throw in either a little white or a little ushapti bone or just something to lighten up the final color even so that part's still pretty fun just seeing how it turns out because you never fucking know when you start yeah. what your end <laughs> result's gonna be and then one cool thing about the blog is that i always track the colors so when i post the model i'll post the skin tone so then later on i can go back and say all right this dude's skin looks pretty cool i want to mimic that and here's the colors i use so oh, that's, that's a good way to do it yeah. yeah that's or if anybody else wants to pull some similar shit off they know how it was done so other than that i haven't really been doing much fucking modeling man i've been coming up with lists for akon and lists for the masters and lists for fucking i'm even thinking as far ahead as blood in the sun but i've been spending most of my time finally got my harley ripped down to the frame <laughs> yeah it looks like you it looks like you got vandalized all like my left it parked in chicago <laughs> <laughs> all my friends are fucking like dude you're never getting that thing back together and I am a little nervous about it because <laughs> it probably took like eight to nine hours to go from a like a new looking functional bike to nothing but a frame and a big mountain of parts and shit everywhere. So right. my garage is loaded with that. But I did find this. There's this custom Harley shop out in Ohio. So I fucking packaged up that frame and FedExed it out there to them. They're going to hardtail it for me and put a Springer front end on there. I started looking into what it would take to hardtail it myself because you can buy these kits. Right. So what you get in the mail is the ass, essentially the ass end of a frame and some directions. So you got to cut your frame and weld this new piece onto it. And I'm like, well, like I can... I can weld and shit, but it turns out that shit has to be like level, straight, plumb, and perfect. And it, like the best way to do it is to build a jig for it. And I'm like, dude, that's too much. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna pay these dudes to do it because for the price of their parts, they'll do all your welding for free. So it's like, pff, 
I can't beat that. Yeah, they're set up. You know, yeah. now uh, granted, I'm gonna drop three grand with these fucking dudes, but when the bike comes back, it'll be like yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just for the welding parts, three thousand dollars. No, no, all oh, the all oh. the parts I'm getting to. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was, uh, I was like, holy crap! Maybe yeah. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> no, yeah. the welding's free. It's just all components that I'm getting yeah. in there. So that's been. Well, you know it's done right, then. Not that you yeah. would do it right. But. Well, I just don't have the skill, and you know, once you've done it a few times, I'm sure there's a ton yeah. of shit you learn. But I don't trust myself with something that I'm going to be barreling down the highway at 120 miles per hour, probably with no helmet on, <laughs> and it falls off. Maybe <laughs> half drunk, yeah, and the fucking frame cracks, and there I fucking go. So that's where a big chunk of my time that in this apartment bullshit that's fucking finally got all my apartment units rented it's, should be a cakewalk now just rake in the money right <laughs> <laughs> there's no such thing as that. No, no it's true no. what was it yesterday i fucking some chick fucking sent me a message her toilet's broke so um, i was up there anyway so i go in there and like the handle inside the toilet you know you hit the flush button there's a little handle that thing's just broke I'm like how the fuck does shit like this happen you know <laughs> people just i don't know well she probably had it hooked to the bag of drugs and yeah she, put it up and up. <laughs> she had some heavy drugs apparently it broke the handle yeah maybe like fucking pound of black tar heroin hanging <laughs> off the end of it or something but yeah it's, it's always some little start like that when you go over to fix the bathroom uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. not this not with this no no, <laughs> no okay, yeah. Yeah, i was trying to make a joke and fail right. <laughs> you don't yeah never mind it's conceivable but not in this scenario no it's like so, I got all the fucking sweaters and shirts mailed out, so if you ordered some shit, you should have it by the time you're listening to this. That was, uh, yeah, they turned out really badass. I was happy about that. What else do we got? Have you been uh, listening, reading, watching anything cool of wor- worth note that's been enjoyable? Uh, I went to see The Hobbit, the new one. Oh, yeah, so yeah, did I. That was all right. How fucking awesome were the orcs in that, dude? They were badass. They were fucking <laughs> sweet. Yeah. I was inspired by the orcs, and I was like, holy shit, are these dudes fucking cool? Yeah. Bully. Yeah, I'm allergic to cats, so if you're, your cat... He smells your dogs. If he climbs in there, I'll fucking get him off there. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Move out. My cat's attacking Butcher's coat. Yeah, I don't need that. Well, the goddamn naughty! Aye! There you go. See, he knows the fucking yell. <laughs> wow, that was that was kind of impressive. Yeah. Well, he knows. Next step is I'm going to get up and grab him by the scruff. Oh, that. Yeah. They hate that. They love that. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, yeah, it's like our dog does something. If I grab it like that, yeah. they know they did something. They go completely limp and this. Yeah, I'm screwed. So, I'm sorry. Okay, speaking yeah. of screwed. So you know, the, the, Hobbit. The, the Hobbit was pretty good. Um, although my wife would have hated it just because it ended the way it did. See, I know oh, the books. Yeah. If you're listening to this blog, you probably know the Hobbit story inside and out. So, uh, but that would be a spoiler, right? We don't do spoilers. Dude, that book is like thirty years old. Or yeah. Something. Th- so yeah, it just kind of ends at with I'm thinking, smog flying you know, towards the the yeah Lake Village. Dale. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, like that. Okay. <laughs> did that not remind you of like the village from like Pirates of the Caribbean? It did, dude. I'll yeah, I was like, right. uh, was Johnny Depp gonna waddle out drunk got, or something? We got the next? same fucking set here. Yeah. <laughs> The same CGI fuckers coming in. Yeah, but but overall, I was I was pretty impressed with it. it had a lot darker theme. Yeah, uh, Legolas is. The much, elves were douchebags in that, weren't they? Yeah, except for Legolas. Legolas is badass. The chick Although was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. She she got something for some some dwarf now apparently. Ah, uh, yeah. She was the chick from uh, Lost. I don't know if you ever watched yes, Lost. Yes, she was. But, yeah, <laughs> like the fucking smoking hot brunette. The yeah, figure, and she right? got elf ear. So yeah, it only enhances the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she was. 
was quite the slaying machine, and then and so was Legolas. And when they ride down the barrels, oh, yeah. I thought this is going to turn into like some kind of Disney ride, but it, yeah. it actually turned out to be a pretty cool running battle. I thought they they did a nice job with that. The only part that got way insane was how badass and like the elves a level of agility that's just unmatched by anything ever. <laughs> well, no, and, and then Warhammer Fantasy, they re-roll misses, and I mean, aren't they like... Well, they're supposed to be fast and all, but fucking well, hell, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, that was, that, was a little, that was a little much, and, but, and fairly durable, too. Yeah. Because I know Legolas got body slammed by the giant, I don't know what actor The orc leader like. dude. The orc leader dude, like, threw him up against the wall. I would, I would be in the hospital for a week, but apparently <laughs> Legolas just kind of shook it off, had a bloody nose, and was pissed. He's a hero, bro. Yeah, yeah. Once you get two wounds, that's how it goes. <laughs> you not out of the battle after one wound. <laughs> he could keep on fighting. He, he kept on fighting. For sure. uh, yeah. The dragon was. I, I like uh, uh, yeah. the actor that does the voice for him a lot. He's in this uh, show called uh, Sherlock. You can see it on Netflix. It's a BBC show. Okay. And actually, the Hobbit guy is in it. Bilbo. The yeah, the guy that plays Bilbo. Yeah. yeah. He is. He's uh, Holmes. Or, oh, uh, Holmes. really? So he's Watson. He's Watson in there. And Cumberbatch or whatever you say, Cumbersnatch or whatever the hell his name is. The guy. He was the back. He was Con in. Uh, the, into the Darkness for Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, he's and he plays Sherlock Holmes is pretty good. Yeah. But half the show, because he, he stays at Sherlock Holmes' house, so every time they go somewhere, it's, oh, yeah, I'm his roommate, and everybody goes, looks at him like, uh-huh. And he's like, no, I'm not gay, really. I mean, like, every show. That <laughs> they all think he's gay. <laughs> yeah, like funny. Sherlock and uh, Watson. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's... it's it's a British show, but it's really well. I highly recommend it. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Right now, my wife and I will look at movies and we kind of rate them. Are we going to go to the theater or not? So we watch previews. You know, we'll yeah. we'll go well, theater. Video. I fall for that because they can make everything look cool in a fucking preview, like Oblivion. I don't even know if I've seen it. Uh, yeah, a Tom Cruise movie in the, oh, the previews looks that's incredible. The like we're almost like uh, Groundhog Day. No, that's no. a new one coming out. Okay. Oblivion was out last year. It's okay. on it's on Net, uh, Redbox now. Yeah, and uh, all these drones are in it are pretty cool. They kind of remind me of Tau drones. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Little I know, I was going to paint twenty five of them. Yeah, you now you don't want to yeah. see those fucking things anymore. <laughs> well, they're just as much. You know, he's like, oh yeah, and there's a bunch of drones, and I'm like, dude, those are as much don't work as. Them off. Yeah, there's just as much work as as a as a. Oh, Fire Warrior. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, Oblivion, the previews look awesome, but it's this long, theoretical, lots of pining. Uh, I don't like movies where people pine at each other the whole movie. They, you know, they kind of just look at each other with longing looks and, you know, all this deep meaning shit. It gets to some killing, right? Or some fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, or some cool robots or something. You know, that's what I paid for. Not for you to stare at each other. Uh, um, like we are right now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'd call this pining, because that would be creepy. Really? No. Yeah. Look at this. but. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's getting uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit squidgy. Too yeah, funny. They, <laughs> they did show previews for the new Tom Cruise movie, which looks awesome. That was the one that looked yeah. like Groundhog's Day, kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah, and he remembers stuff, but yeah. but he remembers how to kill things. But like at the beginning, he's not a fighter and he's not a warrior. Yeah. So somehow through, ah, I can't make sense of it yet, but it looked really fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I read a, I went online just to, they kind of gave a synopsis, not just that he basically, when he dies, he resets back to this when he's this certain point they show it in a preview where he yeah. kind of like looks startled yeah and <laughs> wakes up again. but he remembers everything right so and then apparently there's another person and you get all this from the preview there's another person like the smoking hot it. chick yeah <laughs> and she's in the same boat yeah so but she's a 
she's in she's ability she has ability to, to train him yeah she's so, a badass right chick. and so you know as he cycles through this thing over and over again um he's able to change the endings of yeah, right. when he dies but he still is always going to die that looked fucking yeah, it looks, it looks pretty good you know and sort of like looper but better yeah <laughs> looper i liked though i thought that was clever i haven't seen that looper bruce willis yeah. what i don't watch a lot of movies yeah either. i don't watch them in the theater because it's like a 40 buck night for me and my wife and popcorn you know we went so. to fucking when we went to the hobbit it was like 18 bones dude it was awesome because we went early in the day yeah i expected it to be 40 18 i was like Phew. yeah well you, go out to dinner you didn't get snacks so did you nah my old lady's one of those hippie types she won't eat anything oh, they dude, sell I, there yeah if i go to a movie there's popcorn involved <laughs> or we're not going we did smuggle in like nine or ten beers and just <laughs> sat up near the top <laughs> rope oh, then, there's, beers. then there's that <laughs> <laughs> that's more of our style God, we were in there once in uh, the theater the campus theater in beverly we she had brought a bottle of water in and then, like, this little Nazi comes down the row and caught her with it. And she's like, well, I'm afraid you're going to have that in here. And I'm afraid I do have it in yeah, here. Yeah, my wife's like, yeah, she doesn't take that kind of stuff very well. It was, I was like, oh, this could be a long movie. Well, we fucking sat there killing PBRs and yeah. having Actually, a good time. I think we left that movie. Oh, yeah? Because it was a terrible movie, though. It was uh, terrible. Oh, was that the movie to watch? <laughs> yeah. Because it, it was just not very good and just rude and vulgar to be rude and vulgar which if you're going to you know it looked like it could be kind of clever and, sounds like my style of yeah, I, I don't know I mean like like uh, I mean it was so like the hangover looked tame uh, compared to this movie and sure. actually the hangover I thought would be more rude than it was it was <laughs> kind of clever you got a naked guy in a trunk what could be better you know like, <laughs> <laughs> a little hole in there like a BJ barrel kind of situation oh, no, no you haven't seen that no oh dude I'm blowing all these great references <laughs> yeah right. well, no, somebody will get them out there well i fucking me and my buddies are going to start a motorcycle club in the spring here so that meant we all had to get motorcycle club jackets so i went and got a fucking nice levi jean jacket cut the sleeves off so now i got a sweet motorcycle club vest but what that means is i got about 20 patches to sew on there <laughs> so i've been have, i've had a lot of time not doing modeling but just sitting around sewing patches so i listened to the entire fucking dune audiobook that dave Whitech sent me and fucking hell is that good i got fucking nerded out at the end and there's like four appendices sat there and listened to all the appendices it's like the ecology of dune the religion of dune and then like the last disc is nothing but vocabulary words from dune a and he just starts at the top of the fucking alphabet and works all the way down i'm just eating this shit up dude total fucking nerd fest going on so but that shit was really awesome other than that i haven't been doing too much i've been listening to like older podcasts that i was into a long time ago like the adam corolla podcast ace on the house a little bit of tell him steve dave just been fucking i think at some point i'll get back into the warhammer cast and then i'll actually get motivated for doing some models again but right now i'm just having a hard time lifting a fucking brush <laughs> yeah I, I go through that too and just yeah because i'm uh, i'm going to an event in february yeah in kentucky for it's called wolf creek it's a, a for flames of war so that's my next thing I'll be doing. I forgot. Old Guy it. Festival? <laughs> eh, sort of. Yeah, this is like, I'm not quite sure how I got in it. So I've got a... Was that an invite or... Well, not really, but the, I mean, it filled up the day it opened. Oh, okay. And But I had, I went on to the Battlefront blog, and then um, the guy that runs it actually does my job at another place. So I sent emails. Oh, yeah, I'm, I work at Cadet Command. I was like, oh, how sweet is that? So it's like... <laughs> and, and I said, well, when you open the list up, put me on it. And he's, oh, okay. Flames War actually has a national rankings and, and yeah sure and well Warhammer does most too. systems do now yeah and, and and all the way through so like the last two national winners are in this tournament and, <laughs> and, like, 
And I'm like, dude, I don't. I barely know the rules. I mean, I'm not incompetent at tactical games. It's just knowing the rules, how they work. But is this you told me you're doing like a Russian sapper engineer? Yeah, R- Russian Army? sapper engineers. Yeah, from the book called Gray Wolf, as you were. The book called Red Bear, and uh, so it'll be some really hard ass infantry dudes that kind of do everything pretty well, backed up by some cheap ass Soviet tanks. Okay. <laughs> so it, it'll be fun. Everybody else will have tanks. So I kind of want to do something that that wasn't the same. Yeah, I would like to watch. That or maybe even get a sample game going. Yeah, that. that sounds that. pretty absolutely. Cool. I, I have some British troops, or you can do you can do German on German. If we did Russian on German, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I still got paint Russians, but yes, uh. yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the stuff I've been doing with like commission money. I've been buying all this battlefront shit up, so I got everything okay. set. Now it's just getting them all sure. And I'm going to use my airbrush to primer them. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but these are 15 millimeter tall, so they're like knee high to a IG. Uh, yeah, guard Arcadian tree. dude. Yeah, they're like a little taller than that, maybe up to his thigh. Yeah, <laughs> it's the infantry, and I got quite a few to paint. Okay, so. are those models expensive? Like, what's a tank run? Because I've seen some of them like 20 to 30 bucks for one. Well, resin it depends. Yeah, with little resin. metal like tracks of glue on the right, side. Right, the and resin and metal. They're switching over to plastic slowly. Okay, but typically, I, I usually get them on eBay though because the retail price is just too much. So you oh. get one for 10 to $11. Okay. If you go to like a Conix Tiger or a, you know, a big tank, it might be 12 bucks. Okay. Well, then that's not too bad. Not what too do you need, bad. like you don't 10 need... of them maybe? Yeah, maybe 10 of them. Yeah, okay. Uh, it depends on the army that you do. Sure. Infantry or, I don't know, I maybe got $150 in this whole army and it's okay. everything I need. It, I mean, which would be like one unit in Warhammer. <laughs> Warhammer money. <laughs> so, it goes a long way. It goes a, long, it goes a longer way. And again, a lot of these retailers in eBay, it's, I mean, not plugging eBay, but the Battlefront, you're going to pay shipping and all that. Uh, well, Warstar's a good place to get it from. You I still got to get my fucking PayPal sorted out for this eBay bullshit. Fucking God, am I fucking pissed at PayPal. <laughs> I mean, get me going about that shit. Well, speaking of that, a uh, real quick sidebar, but yeah, so yesterday uh, I went to mail this box and my debit card was declined at the... At the post office? At the post office. So yeah. it ran as a debit, then it ran as a credit. And when I went to the Hobbit, I went to pay with my debit card and this I thought the scanner was just acting up because that's happened before. Right. You go somewhere and it's a piece of junk scanner. Uh-huh. So I, and so I called my wife, it's something up and, and there's like all these charges for 200 bucks out of Texas. Yeah. It was like, uh, so it's like 650 in charges all like in the last three days, <laughs> and what happened? What we called? We'll get our money back. That's part of. Was it like, a Target thing? Did you? No, get it was not Target. No. <laughs> this was Walmart. Oh, so I'm just saying. Uh, my lesson from that is two things. If I hadn't went to do something, it could have been going on still. Yeah. Yeah. We ended up losing about six feet. I didn't know what it had. My wife just like, oh my god, you've got to call. I was uh, driving to work when I called her, and she's like, she's looked on the computer. She's like, oh my god, you've got to call him now. And I didn't find out what the damage was. So in my mind, I'm thinking, shit, did we lose like all our save? I mean, what happened? Mm. You know. Or, or we just buy a yacht and we didn't know it or something. <laughs> so were so they, it wasn't that big. They just it was just my my card was compromised through Walmart. So it was something. I don't think Walmart did it. On right. Purpose, but <laughs> apparently there was a data leak or something from Walmart. So I mean the lesson to the listeners out there in uh, don't shop land, in fucking evil empire. <laughs> either don't shop the evil empire or you know it would behoove you just every once in a while check at your statements, make sure something goofy's not going on. So, I don't even remember the last time I got a fucking credit card statement, dude. Yeah, well you look them up online. Yeah, as soon as they went up there it was all all these charges in Texas, and we called the bank, and they're like, "Yeah, no problem." And I just, you know, we had to fill out a statement that we weren't in Texas, and we'll get our money back. So, you know, it, it was it could have been a lot worse, but it was right. it was a great start to the day. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right, sidebar over. Sorry, so I had to share that. It was my drama for Friday. I'm fucking 
God damn it. That's I like, just punch people to yeah, do that shit. Like, what? Yeah, it's like key in a car. I can't think of a more chicken shit thing to yeah. do. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. there is a time when I'm, every time I'm parked in a parking lot, this recently happened to me at Century, I came out, and I always walk around my car, you know, maybe two or three times a week, and I noticed this huge, like, somebody wailed my door with their door, and there's a bunch of red paint on my door. So now every time I'm in that fucking garage, dude, I, and that's, if I go to a parking lot where there's space, I'll always park in the back. So yeah. I know it happened at work. And now when I find a fucking red car with a little brown paint on the edge of the door, I'll probably key the yeah, fuck out of that car. Yeah, dude. well, that's, so that's, that's another one damaging your car and being That's revenge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's fucking, unless it's a piece of shit, then you got to, like, break a window or flatten a tire. <laughs> Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. So <laughs> it's yeah. a fucking principle, though. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. My fucking, dude, well... I thought my car was decent. Now it's all. F- now I'm fucking pissed off. <laughs> I like the fucking. It's like it's these kind of people that they okay. You ding my door, like you shouldn't have to die for that. But these credit card stealing motherfuckers. Oh, dude. Or these internet fucking virus spreading motherfuckers. Like yeah. you had nothing better to do with your fucking life, dude. Yeah, I posted on Facebook. I got a picture of the bra- the brazen bull. Yeah, I seen that. Oh, okay, you did. Yeah, and I, that was my wish for Christmas was for that guy to be in the bull, the brazen bull, which is in that. Mo- oh, now immortals. So it's like uh, three hundred. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean it really is. But the gods in there and the gods are killing people. So it's like not. So they're bad. They're, they're, they're not nice gods. They show up and they're just like splattering people. But part of the there's that device is in there and it's pretty yeah. nasty. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. So, Cook someone in a big metal oven. Yeah, and then they wait. Looks like and a bull. Makes the noise come out from the bull. Yeah. And steam. yeah. So that, that that's where I think that guy could be, and I would be, you know, twenty minutes at full blast for six hundred bucks. Yeah, that's about right. That's fair. I'm not coming out of that. Yeah, yeah, I don't want him killed. Just really disfigured. Not, okay. <laughs> All right, let's fucking let's take move a break on before I get arrested. Yeah, there'll be like this series of brazen bull killings. That guy in Wisconsin did it. We got Golki to make a brazen brazen bull. <laughs> probably, you know that would work with the chaos dwarf so yeah it would as a terrain piece or something you could get like the big taurus thing yeah and then convert it up to look like the brazen bull because i got one upstairs they're fucking huge sweet all right let's, okay, let's take a break beard again oh, <laughs> like a hobby woody Not that easy. No, it's not that easy. <laughs> well, you do that in five minutes. Uh, like, there's something she's like, oh, make a flyer for our women's club. I'm like, that's like two hours work, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> then I do it and it's not quite, fit, you know, it's not right. And she's like, oh, that's fine. I was like, oh, no, it's not because people are going to know I did it. So, <laughs> that's got to yeah, be perfect. So that one's still going. Yeah, sometimes, like, when Beverly will bake something, I'm like, oh, that's great. How long did it take you? Oh, it was about five hours. Like, oh. Whoa. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Well, I guess everything, everything you do, we nice of shit but just happen quick and cool yeah, like you blink your eyes like i dream a genie and things just happen That'd and work and be really nice and you'd be super yeah you still have to imagine it though so like you would think about how to paint a model and, and, just be and like, blink and it'd be what your abilities are which all that time is gone oh 
That'd be glorious. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so as we okay, so back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, upcoming events, we got Wapaka coming up here. Raj kicked you out of Wapaka. Yeah, I guess that's what happened. I, it was kind of <laughs> odd. He came over. We we're gonna play a game, and he's like, "Well, you know, we're hosting it, and and I'm the reclusive handsome point boy." So I, it's like, "You're you're you're we're hosting it." So we got all these guys from out of state, and they really want to come out of country. Yeah, out of country, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, give up your spot." Butcher, yeah, it's like okay, and uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna help uh, paint judge. Yeah, that's yeah, usually I'll my be job, impartial because so. I'm not in the event, so yeah. that'll work. I'll stick around for some shenanigans. <laughs> gonna get in the feats of strength. You got to be able to do like three pull-ups just to get in. Uh, no. <laughs> a couple of years ago, I could do that. I have a very sedentary life now. No, it's probably not because right now, if I get hurt, I just get hurt. It's like I don't get any disability or nothing. Uh, that, so uh, yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just uh, you'll be 52 someday. Well, so. Someday soon. <laughs> it's all just a blur. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm still working on the Hastings Hangover Award for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, I spent one day doing putty work, and then I primed all my putty work, and then I haven't touched it since. So I'm just not motivated for any type of Warhammer or painting kind of things right now. Yeah, I go through. That's what's nice about doing Flames of War, too, because it's yeah. like good. Like I got really, I got real hot to finish up the uh, the Nurgle conversions I did to bring my army up to code, so to speak. And then for uh, Nordstar, yeah, for yeah. Nordstar, I got really fired up to do that. I really enjoyed it. It was nice that I didn't have to do so many models. Yeah, because I wasn't trying to do a whole army. Sure. Yeah. So my Plague Bearer <laughs> core units have been around since God 2006, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just go through and rehighlight them to match what I'm doing now, and I think it's the, just uh, a big blob of play. And they're they're painted good, so I mean that's why I'm yeah. still not motivated is because I spent. Like eight months getting ready for North Star, <laughs> yeah. where I was putting in twenty to forty hours a week just painting models. So I still haven't gotten back my fucking mojo yeah. on that. So. Yeah, like I told the guy with the towel, I said they're going to sit for a week or so before I touch another towel model, but I'll get them done for him. But yeah, yeah it's like, I'll finish. Yeah, I got to do the fire warriors. Everything's assembled and primed, so now it's just yeah getting to it. So it's like twenty one fire warriors, ten crew. Yeah, okay, the events, amount of stuff. Events, yeah. events. So. so let's see. They announced the snotling. That's be coming up in uh. I don't remember if it was the 1st of February or the 1st of March. I think it was like the 1st of March, though. That's out in lacrosse. That's a thousand-point tournament. Right. That one, I don't know. My old lady's trying to drag me out to fucking Hawaii at that time. So yeah. It sounds fun. I just I got away driving the gas-guzzling Jeep out there. <laughs> for, well, uh, you got to get some fucking cohorts to go with you. Yeah, that's true. Man, get Andrew to go to that. He's wanting to go to something. So. Yeah. yeah that I might think he be went to the last one. one, though. He probably did. The last one I went to, I think. Yeah. It was a while back. But, uh, yeah, just running demons at a thousand points is i think kind of a tough sale uh, but uh well, ogres are so fucking good at a thousand points. Yeah, I, yes i know it's almost a no-brainer <laughs> yes i know <laughs> yeah we had <laughs> just, to, just to recount history finally started playing version eight again i had taken a, like a five-year i don't know forever it seems like kind of started just played historicals and just not played fantasy and so we did some practice games and, <laughs> and so johnny brings over this uh this like uh pipe point. swinging motherfucking ogres. thousand points to ogres and crushes me. So then we get this tournament, and I think we're like in the finals. I think or, or we're in the top tables at, at the thousand points. And oh, you're playing Johnny Hastings. Like, oh, great, I know how this goes. And I had nothing for like the Mornfangs. I just had nothing for them in, in the way I had my list built. So it was it was yeah. it was awesome. 
It's pretty glorious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was for you. <laughs> so other than that, we got the Masters coming up in late, like February twenty first through twenty second, third, whatever. That's uh, that's in Durham, North Carolina. And that's an invite only. So I have no comments on yeah. this. <laughs> well, I did get invited for my North Star win, but um, I got all stoked up and then realized that the twenty first is also my old lady's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's where's it at again? Rally, North Carolina. That's in Durham, I Durham. think. You should take her with you. Well, we were thinking that, but yeah. she wants to go to Hawaii the week after that. So now I got like a two week vacation the week after that, and I, who knows like what's involved in getting out there and back. I gotta get in touch with some of the other bros and see what their travel plans right, right, are because right, I don't, yeah. I don't know how far of a drive that is, but I bet it's a fucking. Oh, it's beast. a hump, dude. Yeah, it's like you know Kentucky is ten hours from here, so you're probably adding another five or six. Ooh, fucking. Plus hell. you're going further east so yeah. yeah yeah so i really want to go i think it'd be awesome just to meet up with everybody oh my, and, oh my god yes dude you have earned it yeah it, <laughs> i don't know if it would be fun to get my fucking ass kicked or you know a lot of people bitch about the system because just the list making shit is there's like i don't know between the two packets pages of rules on what how you have to build your list and what you can include and like there's a the whole swedish comp thing is what they're using and that's a, a big fucking packet and it's like well I mean, I can, f- I can fucking make it work, but I got ogres. Ogres well, get that fucking prevented, hard. That would prevent the douchebaggery we saw, at least I saw last weekend. Yeah, we'll so. get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not opposed to the idea. Yeah. You know, it changes the game. It makes for a different style event than I've been to. But, yeah. you know, it's just one more thing to consider. And is it going to be fun to play in that? And I guess that's the goal. Why else would you put those kinds of limitations on it to make it more enjoyable for everybody that's attending right. so you can't get run over by the douche festival but yes we'll see i'd really like to go so right now i'm fucking working on it i just got to sort out like time off work and see what the other guys are doing that's the next step get in touch with the boys yeah then uh <laughs> and i'm going down to fort knox in february for a flames of war event yeah and i mentioned that earlier and then uh you driving out there yeah well yeah it's not that far and uh i'll drive the day ahead of time which is valentine's day so i i'm gonna have to kiss him butt before valentine's day just because although my wife she said oh it'll be fine i'll still do something because i'm not an idiot yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh and then i thought some of these guys from madison were gonna were go and i emailed them and said you need to get it you know you need to be looking for this list and none of them are on it so yeah i guess i'm, I'm rolling solo at <laughs> the fort knox yeah. but uh yeah it'll be okay and you know it's not like going to chicago where a hotel room costs you 150 dollars right. so yeah it, it, it'll be fun and i'm really looking forward to it it's uh you know ever since i started playing battlefront i always wanted to go to one of them big theme tournaments where you know everything they're all flames of war is very period orientated so you know i'll, I'll play nothing I'm, I'm playing russian so i'll play nothing but germans oh, in a cool. tournament so it's always blue on red forces and and you know everybody that's going there is pretty serious in a hobby which, do they go over the top on the tables the tables look fucking like badass yeah. Yeah, and then a lot of these guys build their own tables and bring them, and I'm uh, considering yeah. doing that. I just don't know how my time will work out. That so, would be badass. Yeah, I'll do like a Soviet table. I've been working on the buildings just so I have them for my own games, and then it's just doing a 6 by 4 yeah. know, Russian step-looking table. I just don't know if I'll have the time to get that done. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. I, I digress from the Warhammer. <laughs> I'm they, fucking way into like those awesome-looking tables and shit, because at Adepticon, they had some pretty cool shit going. And, yeah. Uh, like, it looks like a blast to play on that. You know, like, You're in this fucking game. Dude. Yeah, it's fun. It's and it, it's just I like the period and I like World War Two stuff and it's the scale is you can feel a lot of stuff on a table and yeah, you know versus a squad action game. I'm yeah, it's too much like War Machine or something. I'm right. not too interested in that. So okay, so you mentioned before that you didn't get into Acon. 
I'm not going to go. Last year I did historicals and and I played in this Flames of War introductory tournament, which was a hangout for a bunch of really good players that Uh. decided to go in there and break the system so they could win some swag. But uh, but enough on that. Most of the events aren't like that I've done with Flames of War. That was kind of an anomaly. Uh, I I did Ancients and it just, you know, we used to have 20 people in the tournament. There's like six, you know, and they're still going to go run some events. And and I just was kind of soured on the whole thing. And when I go, I stay in the hotel and, you know, it's like a five or six hundred. Dollar weekend, but it's like my man geek, you know, vacation, mancation, you know. But yeah. the thing is, I can do two, you know, I can do Fort Knox and another one like that, like yeah. Blood in the Sun, maybe or something, sure, and, and do that for the same price. And I'm kind of out when I don't want to do fantasy at Adepticon personally, it's just too big, yeah, it's just too big yeah. and crowded for me. I still got the PTSD going, I don't need that. It's just too, it's too, just too much going on for me, okay. I got, I end up yeah. getting in the teams, me and Roger are going to do that, and then I got that's in the Sunday, fucking right, that's a Sunday, now that's Friday this year, they move the teams back because saturday and sunday is the championship so i got into that too kind of pissed because i got the hotel was fucking well booked by the time i got to it so i I end up in the hotel on the other side of the target parking lot right just still a walk it's fucking hassle because it's always windy as fuck and cold as shit and you're carrying a fucking display board in an army across the parking lot yeah because i already had i actually had a hotel booked but i canceled out of it when i decided i wasn't going to go because i usually go with welty yeah and um, i don't think he's even going oh yeah he's going to go and play ancients yeah i may drive down for a day I don't know. It's that's you know like eighty bucks a gas to drive down there. So I got <laughs> you got to get a fuel efficient vehicle, my friend. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't didn't realize I was going to want to drive everywhere. <laughs> well, I, I ride with you. I'm glad to pay you for that. I do owe you too for the trip. So yeah, yeah. Speaking of bits, I did go through like sixteen minutes on the phone to get a goddamn hotel for bits already. So and I'm you know I'm paid up for that, so I'm on the list. What a fucking bunch of morons dealing with that hotel bullshit though. I was so fucking pissed off by the end, dude. There's just a hotel at the event? Yeah. Oh, so okay. they're they're like transferring me between reservations, which is some like central database or central I'd tell them I I want it here for this event and they're like, Oh that's for this specific event, we gotta transfer you to the hotel and then the hotel would pick up and I'd be like, uh yeah, I need to make a reservation for this this event and then they would immediately not even say a word okay please hold transfer me right back to reservations and by the third time i got back to reservations it was always like a three or four minute thing where they're just getting my info i dumped all the info on it right away i'm like look i'm so frustrated please fucking help me here <laughs> i was so fucking mad so i got finally got a fucking room book they they said when they got me back to the hotel they're like well there's not a block of rooms for that event and i'm like well the chicken reservations fucking found it and she's like look i can get you it for 99 bucks a night but i don't see a room block here i'm like just fucking give me the room dude at this point i'm gonna fucking come there and tear your fucking head off your shoulders so pissed off but anyway so i finally got the fucking bits room squared away yeah i just ready to go on that yeah you should definitely uh get on the list Um, send in your money right away yeah i i'm pretty sure i'm clear from having to do any work (laughs) bullshit this more this summer i don't know Mm -hmm. for sure but i'm pretty close to it and i I think if you pull out at a certain time you could get your money back right yeah or a portion of it okay you get all back i think if okay like yeah it's just something i really can't control i mean i don't think i'll have to that's only thing i hesitate about that just as you know from the past sometimes i have to go somewhere <laughs> go somewhere yeah. i gotta go to gotta go away for the summer yeah <laughs> on occasion i have to do that i don't think i have to this year but uh if not i'd like to go do that and that's 2400 yeah i think it's 24 okay and uh ooh, i don't think there's any cop in that put a great okay so yeah you, you I might, might have to raise up the cockery some fucking douchebaggery going on last event we'll talk about is quake city out in fucking san fran Roger's fucking paid up for that, and he's gung-ho. I got an email from Mike Hengel, which I have fucking been so busy I haven't responded to yet, but 
I don't know. I want to go. I'm going to try and make it happen. That's a week before Raj Podge, and I don't have a way to transport the bull ogres on a plane at this point, so I'd have to yeah. like get a whole other set of foam and get it all sorted out, but you, I'm working on it. You, is there somebody you trust out there? To receive it, there could be, but yeah, I I got that hard case. You see where I'm going with that, right? Yeah, yeah, you can mail it out, but I you know yeah. I bought that shit to take my beastmen to England, so I have an awesome case that would work. I just got to get a bunch of new foam for it, and okay, pluck everything out and all that. So, just one more fucking thing to do, though. And I think that Is was the hard 25. case you got big enough for that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah, I have a big ass pelican case. Mine's a pelican, okay. Too. Like yeah. a, I mean, I'd lend it to you. If you the biggest size okay. you can get for carry on, you know, right. super hard case. You could jump up and down on that mm-hmm. fucker. That's you what I got hurt too. It. Yeah. So, but it's yeah, got wheels built on it and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I did I the, uh, I did some blog posts on that case. It is fucking awesome. It wasn't yeah. cheap, but no. God damn it, bully! It's worth it though. It's, it's like, fucking tar cat. Jesus Christ! Yeah, sometimes you gotta spend money on that shit. Like I bought a bunch of paint and I bought some new things to hold, you know, paint organizer. So now I, I don't go and buy new paint when I've got I had backups down below and I just spent some. I spent a little coin on uh, just set my hobby up area up a lot better. So when I go, it's not yeah. searching through shit trying to find things. So I gotta do that. Dude, because Canhammer Chris made these awesome spreadsheets with list all the paints, like all the G Dub paints, and then so I went through and entered my whole paint inventory, and then I added rows for all the old obsolete paints I have, and right next to the color they match. But the problem is, I did that six months ago, and since then I've thrown out a bunch of colors and maybe bought one or two, and you never keep something like that up to right. date. So now I'm like, well, I'd like to go buy more, just keep collecting the full range of like G Dub paints, but I don't know what I have and what I don't at this point. So yeah, I've pretty much flipped over to Vallejo though, except for certain colors like the gw ones they, they have their for me they have their purpose because they, they coat really well and in vallejo is a little cheaper and then but they got a nice amount of pigment to them i like the gw shit just because there's such a vast range of colors now I mean, yeah that's true they, so they really have increased the what you can get now. that's the lure for me and you know for the common colors like the black the dark brown that kind of thing i talked about a few episodes back i just went to the craft store and bought a big tube of good quality acrylic paint that matches it so now i don't need to buy black I don't need to buy right. white or gray or dark browns and shit like that. The, the shit that it's stupid to pay $4 for a little thing, and you're going to base coat two models, and then by the time you're done with the highlights on them, you fucking burn through $4 worth of paint. Yes, true. Yeah, back to Quake City. Yeah, I'm working sorry. on it. I want to get there. I want to make it happen. Maybe I should fucking get Hengel's number and call him up. It would take like three minutes of him being like, you got to fucking come, dude. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, cause and I'd be like, sold. Yeah. Oh, dude, man, you're, I mean, those of you who have not seen his Bull Ogre army, it's, that's, you know, normally I get a little bitchy about somebody beating me out in painting or something, but uh. my God, <laughs> yeah, it's like I had nothing to say. And then, yeah, like even at Northstar, the guy that won Best Army, his was beautiful too. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, mine's just more converted, but yeah, the, Johnny's shit is, is <laughs> it's beautiful. That's and, one of the issues with yeah. going out to fucking San Francisco is I won't be able to bring the fucking display board and the terrain I made for it, it would just well, that's be maybe like a flat send ahead display board. Maybe, but it's, I don't want it to get fucked up, and it's a big hassle. But you know, that, I could. It, it might be. I mean, they'd probably be willing <laughs> to get a package for it. At least, yeah. Cause, I mean, no. If you put that in some bubble wrap and and some peanuts and in a large box and send yeah. it, it'll get there. I just fucking wasted like three huge rolls of bubble wrap wrapping up that fucking motorcycle frame. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, Are you going to paint it? I'll eventually. probably take it in and have it powder coated. Okay. Then why did you wrap it up so it don't get a dent? Well, if you get dropped, it might get fucking dinged or bent somewhere. Okay. I didn't. Fucking put in a box or anything. I just bubble wrap because there's little things sticking off it everywhere. Oh, okay. So anywhere. Oh, they're just gonna crate it up when you mail it. They're gonna put it in a box or. Nah, they just 
because I bubble wrapped it, took boxes, and then wrapped the bubble wrap. So it still oh, looks oh. like a frame. You can okay. see what it is. But if it's where there's just normal frame bars, oh, I didn't like put you wrapped there. it like for Christmas, like a ball, and then the tricycle with the yeah shape like it. But it's exactly, <laughs> I didn't do the whole thing <laughs> that's though. Simpsonish, but yeah, that's cool. If it's just where it was just like frame bars, I just left it a frame bar because there's nothing you can damage there. But there's a lot of little tabs and weird shit sticking off it. So anywhere there was something like that, I took yeah, care of it. yeah, it get banged off or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's the fucking tournament thing. Yeah. I I don't know. A bunch of sidebars, but that's what, yeah. that's what you pay for. Oh yeah, that's what you pay zero dollars for. <laughs> that's what you get your money's worth. Yeah, as always, coming to you sponsor free. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but our fucking dumbasses. Fair enough. I got fucking still still was hooked on Blood Bowl up until this week. I got fucking sick of playing like the video game. I got sick of playing the Beast Men. So I made first I made a dwarf team, and I just didn't think it was that fun because when you go from a team that has all these skills and is really badass to a team that constantly getting rolled over <laughs> like, it's just not it's like oh you know i just made the beastman badass and it's the same thing it's super fucking repetitive after a while so i probably played in the last month and a half or since north star a hundred games of blood bowl <laughs> like i played the <laughs> fuck out of it but this week i was playing like this just isn't fun it's really just an excuse to sit there and smoke the vaporizer for 45 minutes straight and then when you stand up you can barely fucking walk you're so fucking buzzed off the thing so yeah i, I was really gung-ho to make a blood bowl team for a while there and then i was like well so I'm just not finding this that fun anymore, so I gave up that dream. Yeah, that's it. Let's fucking move along. Let's talk about your blog. Are You, you have The Butcher's Bill as your blog, right? That's right. Are you going to put up pics of those towels you were talking about? Uh, I shot yeah, I shot a couple pictures of them finished really quickly, so I'm not sure of the quality. But I'll, I'll get those posted up, and I'll put that on Facebook when I do that, too. So. Okay. I've mentioned your badass worm cannons on there a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I got a hit. I got a guy. Oh, I, I heard about him on the podcast. And nice. Thank you for the cross <laughs> Pollination, so, so. <laughs> the cross nerd pollination. Yeah, that, yeah, those turned out really. Those really are freaking cool, dude. Yeah, those turned out really nice. I was really pleased with that. So you pretty much for the body, you just took like ball, like wooden balls, yeah. built it up with epoxy sculpt, and then did like a final surface layer where you use like no, clay that's shapers or that's a, that's one layer that's just one solid layer with epoxy sculpt and then the clay shapers and uh, actually I use the barrels so I, I get it really wet I had the gloves on yeah so it gets so the surface becomes semi-liquid and you can work the clay shapers back and forth to create those those like undulations those, in yeah. it yeah it looks and, so fucking good dude it's yeah then cool. that's let that set and if it's not enough wet it down again do the same thing over rinse and repeat and yeah and they work pretty good. And then, uh, like, little arms and the head. And, yeah, I just I, everything's derived from the plague drones right. one way or another. Those just the heads. But yeah. regardless, yeah. That's, and then uh, and I learned another technique, although I didn't use it on them because I wanted it to, 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 to look like a maggot kind of, like a big worm. Yeah. You actually, while that stuff's wet, you take a stiff brush. So you're talking about the epoxy scalp. Yeah, the epoxy scalp. I'm sorry. There's another yeah. way you can treat the skin that I, I'm waiting for a reason to try it. So you take a I wet did, brush? You take a – not even – well, the surface needs to be – a little wet and the brush you drag the brush across it so when it sets it looks like elephant skin when you say the surface needs to be wet are you mean just not cured you're not yeah, like not cured it. yeah well when i did the worms that was wet i mean it was not like underwater but like you're putting water on there to right. keep just the tools from sticking and shit like right, that absolutely okay. yeah and, and that's yeah i always work i put something down for the water even when i, I work 
wet. I work wet. <laughs> wet bandit. No, I, and, and it works really well for that. But uh, I tried this thing out just on a test piece with uh, a dry with a brush, and you run a brush across it in different slight patterns. And, you know, maybe run it and then a slight diagonal to it and pull it or something like that. Yeah, I get a picture it, exactly it, what it you're talking like about. It looks like an elephant skin. It's really cool. Yeah, so I need a reason to try that on something. Maybe the Kadari when I build them. Are you the, using firmer brushes for that? Or yeah, just, that, normal? Like a, just like a cheap brush. You get It's not a hemp brush, but uh, you get them at... Like a poly? It's called a chip brush is what I know. I learned about it in art school, but they're, you get them at uh, like Fleet Michael. Farm. Oh, Fleet, yeah, okay. You, yeah, and the ones I use are horsehair, but you could use a plastic brush too, just something that's got the bristles okay, on it. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and that was just... That was, yeah. It turned out pretty neat. I was like, that's, you know, I, it didn't really work for the worms, but yeah, it's not what I wanted to do. Yeah, those yeah, I really are... didn't have a plan. I sat there about five minutes beforehand and took out a piece of paper and, and drew a worm, and then I kind of <laughs> put a box on the back, and I said, "All right, build it." And I'm like, "Okay." And and sometimes those are the the funnest models to do. Yeah. And I wasn't worried about them matching, you know, per se. They look like they're the same type of construct, but I and think the paint they, ties it all together. Yeah, so. and I think they would all be original. So, uh, and then like the bellows are different, but it's still the same kind of mechanism. It's just they're all unique. One thing I noticed you made. I guess it's the howdah out of like balsa wood, right? Or no, actually, some kind of wood. Coffee stirrers. F- uh, so it's really thick wood then, or it's no, actually it's no, it's really thin. You can but it's not soft wood like no. you know balsa is super soft. Right. But it looked like somehow you had added. You put lines in it, like wood texture lines. On the sides. Well, there's actually two components to the, the Hodas, because the base is, years ago, eBay, I'm, I'm a sucker for a cheap auction that's ending, <laughs> and um, Games Market used to make the siege equipment, mm-hmm. and so it's a mantelet. So I got these mantelets. So the top is actually a mantelet, so it's it's got that heavy sculpted detail. So it's an actual plastic... No, like, it's metal. Oh, it's, it's metal piece. Yeah, that's why that's got some heft to it. And then I wanted to tie it together with the sides, so I put a plastic subframe under it to hold the woods so it's not just you know gluing a piece of wood edgewise yeah. and hope it stays you know <laughs> so i put some uh, it's like a plastic strip but thick sure to make a make a frame put that around there and then i actually just cut those with with wires cutters to cut the coffee stirrers you get them at like freaking cops for like, do that yeah stop doing that okay <laughs> sorry about that that was not death knocking at the door uh, <laughs> Yeah, you get like 200 of them for like a dollar. Okay. And, so yeah. did you add that wood texture yes, to once any? It, once okay. it, the glue dried and everything, I took it's like a pin tool I have. Yeah, it's, it's like an just like a sharp tool. With a pin on the end of it. Yeah. And I got like a kind of a big fat one, and I use that and just drug it around. But okay. Not a big fat one, but I drug that around <laughs> on it and, and created that effect, and it tied them in together because otherwise it okay. looked like brand new wood. Right. Yeah, and then you just distress the edges with an X-Acto knife and stick sure. some heads on it and, okay. and Bob's your uncle. So you're <laughs> <laughs> oh, the end result was pretty Pretty fucking badass. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, and it's just I, I was like, how am I going to paint these cannon? I was like, do I do different colors? Band? Screw that. It's rust. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, <laughs> That's easy. I, had, I had this epiphany that it just should be rusty. <laughs> Shitty looking metal. Yeah, you know, there's detail in it, but right. it's all rusted up. So, it's, yeah, I do know. That's kind of, that's why the Chaos War Ogres will be a challenge, just because I want to do a different Do something level clean and, and sharp? Yeah, well, it could be that clean and sharp. They're going to be kind of So, nice. you're going to do like dingy looking dwarfs? Dingy yeah, dingy, cast but, you know, faces high. Highlighted nicely. I, I I got an idea where I want to go with this, so I got to. Are you gonna? You said you're gonna convert the whole army. You're gonna use like Battle for Skull Pass models. 
you going to no, use actually, normal uh, dwarves? I was at this, uh, this store called The Last Square in Madison. Not that I'm plugging them, but they, I think I have like $100 in gift cards for them sitting right here. And every summer they have a garage sale uh, where people bring hobby stuff and sell it. Oh, sure. So I went down there. I unloaded my, I had painted this, uh, I used dip on it, and I just really wanted it to not be in my house anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, Arab Caliphate Army. So I sold that, and I had done some one-off ogres that I was never going to paint anymore to match. And they made some guy really happy to have for his role-playing game, you know. And, but whatever. You always get the story about why people buy stuff at a garage sale, and I really don't care. I just want your money. Right. But No, I really do. I thought it was it was, it was was a hobby geek day. Um, and this dude had brought this giant box of brand new but last edition dwarf stuff. The multi-part ones. Yes. The arms. And so I scored two, three boxes of those oh, nice. for $10 a box. <laughs> and uh, like... In shrink wrap still, so yeah. I, you know, I got that gives me the core of more Chaos Dwarfs than I would ever. And I've done Chaos Dwarfs. I did like a one-off unit before. Was there sixteen or twenty per box? Sixteen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I built more of those and painted. Yeah, well, I know over a hundred of those fucking models. Yeah. So what I'll do is use those, and I'm going back and forth. I managed to come up with a bunch of the Forge World heads, but then I I like the way that they look with the Chaos Warrior helmet on them. Okay. Um, I always thought those helmets, even on the Chaos Warriors, they got tiny fucking heads to be fitting in. Yeah, they do. Well, it makes the model look bigger, I think, is part of it. But, yeah. You know, the head is smaller. Make the body look Yeah, massive. it looks bigger visually. But for dwarfs, it works pretty nice. Okay. And the ones I did, I did these naked beards. But then you show, you hooked me up with that. That Xander dude. Yeah, the YouTube Chaos dwarf. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I'll probably sculpt beards on them. And then I'll do some different layers of armor on them. So that'll be time consuming. But, you know, I'll, I'll bang out like 10 at a time. So I'll do like 10 bodies and yeah. then mix the unit up so they're not all the same. I'll do some sure. scale with pointed scale, which I'll probably just do that with little thin sheet plastic. Once you get into the rhythm of doing it, it won't be that hard. So. Okay. And so I want to build those up. I'm probably going to have some elevation in the unit. Yeah. And then uh, probably a unit filler or two with some ogres, probably with a platform harkening back to that hunter I made years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, back, it was painted like shite because I didn't paint well back then, but it was converted pretty good, I thought. Yeah. It'd all right. Fun. So, so yeah, uh, got me rambling. So that's what you, you got plans for a proper display board this time around? Then? Yes, I do. <laughs> Display board wankers. I actually looked <laughs> to see if I could find. I know they make these smoke things for like railroad track sets that yeah. make smoke. No. <laughs> but uh, one, I thought that was a level of geekery that's probably even beyond me. Like that's I'm a not real... a big fan of the lights. Like people put lights into things, and I think you're hiding that's, something. That's you... Golki's big new thing is like lights. lights on the tables at Wapaka. So there's gonna be a lot of like. Okay. So he claims. <laughs> like, okay, well we'll see how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, your army to me pretty much has to be flawless if you're gonna. Add something like that because right. to me, I think you're creating you're drawing people in. Yeah. yeah, and and I and I looked at them and they're all oily and that, I'm like, no, nah, I don't need to do that. I, I thought about doing lights in the burning building I have going, but I'm like, you know, I don't think you need. I mean, nah. I well, think it for your case, I think it would cheapen it. And don't take that out of context. It's no, just, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just like eh. it's a, it is a gimmick, and that's yeah. And I don't know if you you need it. Sometimes you see it done where these fuckers make like the eyes of models glow from the inside. That kind of shit's cool because it's. So so involved, but again, you have to have fucking painted that model, right? Because if not, you know, it's like, oh, there's great eyes, and then you look at the rest, and you're like, whoa, really? You yeah, know, like, yeah. <laughs> nice try. It's like a dick Thanks job, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Uh, yeah, so. and so I kind of got away from that, but uh, you know, I'll probably do a terrain piece that comes off because I like that. Like yours, I like that. I mean, I'm going to shamelessly rip that off, but not <laughs> not literally copy it. Yeah, and the, and the the way you did the banner hanging off the building and that you know being the title of your army that was that was really well done. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Well, you know, and I don't say that very often. I was, that was very well done. I was sick of getting ripped on for my fucking nameplate on my old army. People are like, dude, that just looks 
cheap and out of place on there because you know it's just a, like a trophy nameplate. Oh, like on the board I brought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you know that was what we did, and that, so back know, in the day that was groundbreaking. Oh five or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and uh, so this time I was like, how the fuck can I get a nameplate as a part of this so it doesn't stick mm-hmm. out? You know, I want this to look fucking seamless. And then it just came to me like, yeah, freehand script, bitch. Then yeah. <laughs> it looked painted really like yeah, tattoo style with a yeah, nice black really outline good. and cool shaded filling. That's that was what I was going for. Yeah, I'll probably work it in three dimensionally somehow in mine. So I'd wager all that terrain I built, just the terrain for that thing probably took thirty to forty hours. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. yeah. And the board itself pff. And, you know, now I have, like, the the better part of a Warhammer castle sitting in a box and the rest of the fucking big terrain box I bought. So I got tons of extra shit now I can play with. And that's the cool part because I've never really bought terrain. I've always yeah, tried to make what, it. And, and that's, like, I've got the board now, the table with the modular yeah, stuff. And, sure. And it's just kind of where I I like that. I mean, if I'm going to play the game, I'll like it to look nice. And it just makes it more enjoyable, I think. And versus we've all been my board here. What's that? <laughs> versus my gaming board here. <laughs> Shows a shitty old fucking table covered in paint from all the projects I've done on it. I don't know. From this table comes Food. a lot of ass kicking, so yeah. I, guess it, I, guess, I, guess it, I guess it's okay. <laughs> Just say it. So, all right, badass, man. I've been, uh, you get this shit at work where these, this fucking drives me nuts, that's why I'm going to bring it up. You have these, like, ugly sweater contests and shit at work and, like, ugly sweater parties and... No, we do not. Oh, my God, dude. These fucking dickheads at work, they act like they're so fucking clever and smart. Every year it's like the annual ugly sweater contest. So then you get these dudes in their old lady's sweater, which is like eight sizes too small. Can't button any of the buttons and just irritates the fuck out of me how they think they're all so fucking cool and clever. And they're walking around looking like complete idiots. And it's been done so much it's completely fucking cliche now <laughs> i just want to fucking i fucking hate working in an office with these fucking people dude just a side gripe all right man it'll be okay no i won't man yeah, it's okay. pissing me off <laughs> it's not interesting it's not funny yeah, it's not I, clever we don't do shit with each other we don't do nothing it's <laughs> they, like and i don't partake dude so then they look at me like i'm the fucking douche Turns out I'm busy. I have fucking work to do, and I want to prance around in a fucking idiot-looking sweater all day. <laughs> I can see you in this sweater, though. Ah, my it's not a pretty picture. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't fucking invite me to any fucking ugly sweater parties. You got it, guy. Unless you want to see me get fucking really drunk and just start insulting people. <laughs> Which won't be too unusual from anywhere I go. <laughs> so, all right, let's fucking take a break, then we'll talk about Merry Mayhem. All right. Maybe we're fucking rambling on forever today. I know, that's a long show. All right, so we fucking rocked down to Merry Mayhem. Oh, it was very merry. It was merry as shit, especially after all that beer stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was held in a uh, uh, VFW, VFW hall, hall, which yeah. I give an A plus to. Yeah, one was, being a veteran and two cheap beer, dude. <laughs> fucking proper pints of beer, like good beer. Two dollars and seventy-five fucking cents. cents. That was fucking American. insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two seventy-five American. That would be like a three fifty-four dollar pint, even in Stevens Point, where beer yeah. is generally cheap. Right, or nine dollars at 
North Star, which was ridiculous. But yeah, we're, okay, we're not. Talking. Yeah, that's a. We bitched about that on the North Star episode, or I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, we fucking rocked down there. Of course, it was a fucking kind of a snowy, shitty day. We forgot the Toys for Tots thing, so we <laughs> yeah, we got we desperate did. and we were running a little late. <laughs> so I fucking call up Cohen. I'm like, Cohen, we're fucking running late, and we I think we still made it like a couple minutes to spare, but it was close. We stopped at a PDQ gas station looking for fucking toys, <laughs> and they got these like shitty little things, and I'm like, Nah, I'm not bringing that. <laughs> and then we go to a fucking Walgreens. We got got a proper sweet Darth Vader model. And I bought a Nerf toy, uh, 40k looking yeah. hand cannon, a bolt gun. <laughs> yeah. So we basically ran in the store, bought something, and then it was like this guy was the most wasted uh, I've ever like, fucking seen. He was like that fucking dude from Charlie Brown with the cloud of dirt, except yeah. the cloud was weed smoke. Oak, yeah. Holy fuck! <laughs> this dude is in line behind Butcher, just talking to us, and he's dancing in line. He's so fucking. And it was 9:30, 10 in the morning. And this yeah. dude is fucking baked out of his shit, man. Like, yeah, he was totally. Welcome to Madison, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, talk about your list. What'd you bring? Oh, okay. Hey, uh, well, I ran a staunch 2,000-point uh, Nurgle-themed uh, Demons of Chaos Army, General uh, Herald, and a BSB, both level one. Now, you are one of those dudes who says you got Nurgle-themed army, but you do have two corn cannons in it. Yeah, I, I like to win a game <laughs> on occasion. So, <laughs> All right. But, but the cannon, I think, to the point of the conversions on them, nobody ever say shit, so that always works pretty good so yeah. <laughs> until it blows up stuff in the game and like, okay, cannons, but fucking stupid ass yeah so um, yeah both level ones uh, I gave one of them the mark of fecundity or however the hell you say that word uh, gives them regeneration uh, they uh, nestled those bad boys in a block of 42 plague bearers so I was running a great big horde of plague bearers I had units of three two and one beasts of Nurgle uh, two units of five uh, Nurgle Furies, which I scratch built those two. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> a unit of three Plague Drones. Oh, and then, oh, by the way, two cannons of corn. <laughs> and, but see, the thing is, you laugh, and I thought I was bringing a real douchebaggy list, but little did I know, as we'll discuss as we go along here, that, that you know, I had like a thimble of douche compared to a full bag of douche. <laughs> a pitcher of douche? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a pitcher of douche. I had like a thimble full. I had, you know, just a tiny taste of a douche. A thousand gallon LP tank full of douche. Yeah, so I mean, you know, the two level ones, I just just so I had some magic and, you know, a couple chances to channel and maybe a spell that might do something if I needed it. In retrospect, would you have dropped the wizards altogether? Actually, probably. Yeah. I, with the points for that and, and just went with it. Yeah. And then uh, either added some more uh, make the Beast of New Girl units bigger. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, those for the magic, nasty. for the magic, that's seventy points. I get one more beast in Nurgle. Yeah, yeah, frankly, I mean, in one game, I blew my own general up because he was a wizard user. Oh, we'll talk about that. Though. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Let's talk about my list. Yeah. Oh, you done then? Yeah, that's my list. Okay. So I brought ogres, had a slaughter master with a chronic command and a dispel scroll. Then I had a bruiser, sword of might, enchanted shield, iron curse icon, dragon bane gem. Tree Ogres with a Muso, 11 Guts with a standard of discipline and a full command, 11 Noblars, 4 Mornfang with a Gleaming Pennant, Muso and a Champ, 4 Maneaters, Banner of Eternal Flame, and they have Pistols, a Poison Scout, 3 Solo Saber Tusks, and an Iron Blaster. Boom. So, uh, let's see. The first fucking game... This is awesome Christmassy themed shit. So the first game was called a perfect tree, and in the center of the table there was a tree with you got a, you got some fucking like a major objective modifier or 
points for being right. having the most fortitude within 12 inches of it at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, see, in my army, there's the BSB, a banner in the uh, main unit, and then the drones have a banner. So I don't have a lot of fortitude floating around. I had a decent amount, but yes. this uh, it was diagonal deployment. Yeah, which, if, if you're doing tournament lists, man, you got to... You gotta try and get. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, that's I'm understanding that now. That's that's yeah. something that you know, those modifiers could make a difference. Yeah, or like if you lose the game because your fortitude broke. <laughs> yeah, yes. which yeah, I think the second scenario was like that. One of these scenarios yeah. was like that. But all right, so who'd you, you know, fucking play? Oh, okay, yeah, round one, buddy. I played Aaron, who immediately said he doesn't. Yeah, this is his first tournament. Although I think his list has been to a tournament before. Oh yeah, but, probably got it off the internet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. It was pretty. Uh, so he was playing ogres with uh, pretty large size. He had a gut star with a slaughter master and a butcher in it. The butcher was also carrying, or as you were, the slaughter master was carrying a hellheart. Yeah, that was Ooh, that was that was a nice that was a nice special Christmas treat for me. <laughs> it's nothing like a hellheart to make you just feel like you've totally been prison raped. And then uh, three more fangs. And two iron blasters, and that was the army. There was like, I think he had two of the saber tusks. Okay. And pretty much I got rid of the saber tusks. I killed both the iron blasters in close combat. Slaughter master, I hit there. I did 11, 12 wounds, but he had this crown of command. So the unit was basically unbreakable. <laughs> two shots um, at a nine. Yeah. Did he have a BSB? What's that? Did he have a BSB? Yeah. He must have, yeah. Yeah, so he had BSBs. Yeah, I left that out, so mm-hmm. sorry about that. It was just kind of a blur. And then uh, then he rips off this freaking slaughter master thing, which kills my general because the hellheart yeah the hellheart kills my general so that's like 250 point swing i lose <laughs> by 160 points Ooh. yeah see and, and that's i'm not gonna go my anti-magic round ran at this time i just really don't <laughs> it's so random in the game i, I just think don't it's care for it too powerful it just has the ability to wreck a whole game on like no, turn one or two you know game, every game i lost i lost because there was a level four on the other side and yeah. i had nothing for it and in the armies well i got a great unclean one level four yeah you know and, a- and okay that's a 500-point model. Am I going to try to cast a spell with that unless the game is right. riding on it? Plus, you don't get a scroll because yeah, demons scroll. don't get the scroll. <laughs> What's a scroll? Yeah, yeah so. and uh, kind of a tough loss because I was crushing the Gut Star. I had him down to, like, the Gut Star banner and champion and then his two wizards. That's all was left of this big-ass Gut Star. And you were fighting him with a Nurgle block? Yeah. Yeah. And a Nurgle block. Well, I, hit him, I hit him on all sides. I charged the chariot yeah. in or the, well, the, cannons. the, the, yeah, the corn cannon chariot armored car or whatever the hell it is it's like no joke charge i had everything hitting this block unit because once i got rid there's no other units yeah i mean it's just this big gut size where all his points were yeah so it's like 160s i don't know i thought that was a lot and and uh as you stated two of those iron blasters in a small game like that's kind of a lot but i can't really say anything because i had something similar yeah so you know it it just it was the hell hard i think was kind of put it over the top but that's (laughs) that's just to me that should be a hundred point item because you can kill you know pretty much well, it depends. I mean, what armies you're playing. Like High Elves, you're, you're going to have a pretty expensive wizard floating around. Yeah. That's an incredibly powerful item. It was always gross against my Beastmen because I'm four wizards around a herdstone. Run that motherfucker up there and set it off, dude. Set it off. Yeah, and if he dies from getting close, so what? Yeah, you just... Yeah, it takes it, all your magic out. Yeah, yeah. and I, I just don't think that way because it's just so not real but it's well, yeah i'm, no, I'm getting there though i mean i'm starting to understand it better it's just uh that was just not something i expected in a 2000 in retrospect you know having played it a few times you know with the beastmen for instance you i got to a point where you figure he's got it and you know it's all of his characters are there you know one of them has it so, I so you separate your wizards well you oh. you spread your wizards out so he can't get them both when he pops it off and it, you know you, you got to do what you can to mitigate it but 
you pretty much have to assume they have it, though. You can't yeah, take I that think, risk. Yeah, that's uh, that was a good lesson learned. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. It was, it was a good. We had a great game. I mean, the guy was was a fun player, and it wasn't like that. Just it was, you know, the, the Hellheart. He like apologized. In fact, the Hellheart, uh, of course, my general got sucked into warp, and then so he runs. I think you won something. So he runs up and gets me my prize for <laughs> for the first general sucked into warp, which I don't know if he was. Uh, it was it was kind of weird, but it, I appreciate him doing that. So yeah, I got like a Cthulhu. Christmas ornament. Which ah, was, nice. <laughs> I showed it to my wife. She says, why does that squid have a hat? But uh, <laughs> like It's Christmas-themed. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas-themed. Cool. So that's right. first game. I played Quentin Woodward. He's one of the Wausau guys. He's rocking demons as well. He had a great unclean one. He had Epidemius. He had... 28 Plague Bears, 15 Plague Bears, 2 units of 5 Furies, Skull Cannon, 3 Plague Drones, and 3 Beasts of Nurgle. I don't know. It's usually a decent draw for me. I felt pretty good about it. Just uh, went about the fucking routine, you know, get the chaff out there, keep my dudes back. I didn't really have much of a plan. Just wait till I got a decent charge on them. This was, you know, some of your models or units might come on in reserve. So none of my shit did, but his cannon and Epidemus came on in reserve. But it kind of sucked because I didn't get to shoot at his cannon. I went first. I shot his great unclean one. Didn't do, maybe did one wound. It didn't really amount to shit. And then the rest of the game was pretty much me failing leadership tests. Yeah, you're totally, yeah. So, like one turn he rolled the Nurgle thing on the Brain of Chaos table kills two Saber Tusks panics the fucking Mornfang puts a wound on the cannon just like rapes half my army like did four or five wounds panicked off the uh, Ungor slash Noblar dudes and it was just fucking hell dude like good job congratulations <laughs> so like, his dice were fucking insane and i was like rolling all these leadership two sh- two shots at a nine two shots at a nine nothing was fucking working dude and then oh, so in the end i'm like well you know i could have backed off i, I was i was gonna get a, lo- a loss anyway it was a win-loss draw system not like a 20 nil kind of thing so i'm like well i gotta get in there and you know get some points out of them so get the fucking gut star engaged with the nurgle bro unit just start grinding it out and I, like i was doing all right but then he kind of surrounded me because all my bullshit had died yeah, from died off, yeah. magic and just running away. Like the Mornfang ended up. He got him down to one Mornfang and the fucker rallied right on the edge. And then he put the Furies right in front of it. He had Nurgle Furies. I'm like, well, I pretty much have to charge because I can't move anywhere. You're an inch in front of me. Charge. And then those fuckers kill the Mornfang. <laughs> was just, yeah, they fight first or not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was gross. But, you know, I wasn't making any fucking armor checks I, i've never had dice that bad in any game so then at one point like the game came down to the gut star stubborn on a nine fail it dead like all right that's it dude <laughs> you, you just like clean my shit well and i'm i'm not gonna do anything else here so yeah he beat up on me pretty good that's gonna happen sometimes it was kind of nice though because i was riding pretty high from the north star experience and still a dice game in the end though so oh, you, you do need at least average dice to make anything fucking happen if your shit all buggers off then you know it's kind of used to that from beastmen too you take enough tests stuff's gonna run away but you expect everything to run away every time you need to take a test so but and you know quentin knows what he's doing too i'm not trying to slight the dude's skill because he's a good player and he knows his fucking shit so yeah he beat me beat me well round deuce cool this is about a christmas carol so it's a fortitude mission and if your fortitude broke you're fucked but you could sing if you lost some fortitude. You could sing a song per point of fortitude to keep essentially that point of fortitude. You wouldn't lose it. So, and then that was also the major objective. Did you sing during the game? Sometime between game one and two, I started drinking beers. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I, I knew. Well, there's somewhere in my brain that knew that was a bad idea, but I just went with it. It was fine. And they had really good beer. Yes, they do. So, uh, who'd you get round two? Play Kevin. What was he rocking? Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Kevin Fleming. Yes, really great guy. 
guy. Army, he was rocking Dwarf Lord, Dwarf BSB with some kit. Block of Longbeards, a block of... Were these like big horde size blocks or were they... No, uh, like 30. Okay. Yeah, not quite a horde. The heaviest armor he had in the army was a 4 plus, except his leader guys. Yeah. Which kind of surprised... I played you Dwarfs. Yeah, I'm not used to seeing that. Yeah. Uh, he had the gyrocopter, a uh, volley gun, and a cannon. Organ gun? <laughs> yeah, or do they yeah. call it volley gun? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not well, Empire, what, man. Whatever. <laughs> it's something I don't have. So there you go. So yeah, he had the organ gun. Okay. All right. So we set up for the mission. Uh, we were both kind of worried about this leadership test thing for being around the terrain. Probably a lot more than we needed. On, on the table, there was an area, uh, these, these monument things. If you got within six inches, you had a decent chance of something bad happening to you. Okay. Based on leadership. So it was kind of iffy if he wanted to do that or not. And I think he was so scared of it, it rubbed off on me. So we <laughs> Which is odd that a dwarf would be afraid of a leadership test. Yeah, right? I, I, yeah well, I guess he should have gone through with that. And he had a rune lord. Okay. So he, he was doing that. He was shutting your magic I didn't down cast well. a single yeah. spell. And I didn't even try to cast a spell. Yeah. Because uh, I learned from you, I made a checklist of things to do and not do in turns because I always forget. Yeah. And in the magic phase, the first thing I wrote, is that spell worth casting? <laughs> because I have this ability to blow my own wizard up, which is usually either my BSB or my lord and or my general, in the way I have this army set up right now. Yeah. So I have to really, really think. I've been <laughs> do other I need games, that? I've blown them up just like trying to cast some bullshit spell just to do it. <laughs> and the next thing, you know, I roll two dice and roll two sixes, and my next thing, my you know, 300 points is gone. Sweet. <laughs> All right. I think he got to go first. Uh, I took some cannon shots, but he rolled ones to wound both my cannons, which nice. was which was pretty nice. Jire Copper flew in. And we did like this dance around with the uh, uh, Furies, the, the Furies yeah. actually. And then I basically swept all my chaff in on his big block unit. So you uh, just charged it all? Oh yeah, I yeah. went right at him. <laughs> and uh, I brought the plague drones in on a flank, a beast of Nurgle, uh, three threesome to the front. Yeah. Uh, challenged this BSB, uh, which actually turned out to be a mistake. We just sat there forever. So yeah. BSB, and you should be stubborn on a nine, probably. Yeah, it was. It was no. Yeah, because he had ranks. I didn't have any. So I mean, because yeah. that was all. Well, I had one because Beast of Nurgles had one rank. So but he had more ranks than me. So right. no matter what. Um, and I just started killing bros. As was, you he, would say. <laughs> was he? Was he rocking? Great weapons? Uh, yes. Yeah, so okay. he struck so at least. Last. He can kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He could do. Well, I've got toughness four and regeneration, <laughs> or toughness five and regeneration on the plague drone, okay. on the beast. And yeah. the plague drones were the flank, so he, he couldn't get that many attacks. He didn't get his rows. Right. Yeah. I think he, have, he might have had 30 in there. Yeah. Actually, I think it was a horde now that I think about okay. it. Okay. Because there was a lot of swinging coming back. <laughs> and I just, he'd miss or I'd regenerate. And, yeah. And I'd Ooh. smile. Then there was an interesting artillery duel that took place in one turn with my cannon. He had this troll, troll slayer character with some chains hanging around his war machine which worried me because I, I you know it's closed list so i don't know if it's got the yeah. the chains of kill everything chaos i mean i, I don't know the they're usually list. only 50 you know they're like 50 point models and they can only take 50 points of equipment so yeah i i, I don't know that yeah. it's, that's i do not know my enemy very well right now Warhammer. <laughs> so but the way it worked out it lined up that i actually had a shot at that dude with his mohawk and the cannon in one shot and i literally killed both of them oh. with one shot and then the other cannon killed the volley gun and then the gyrocopter he flamed and killed off like part of my fury unit yeah <laughs> but didn't but i didn't flee because i was still in my kona uh, command from the general so yeah. i had you know leadership nine yeah then he forgot to move the gyrocopter one turn <laughs> and i charged it with the furies and broke it and ran it off the table oh. it was a sweet so all that was left was he ended up with like 10 
of the long beards. Yeah. And, and just, we shook hands because yeah. I, I killed out his big <laughs> unit of, of the regular warriors for the, yeah. the wars. And it was a really soft list. And and then I felt kind of douchebaggery for having the two <laughs> Double cannon. cannon and- yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, and uh, it, it was really fun to play. And he took, he had a lot of his misfortune. Yeah. <laughs> to, to say the least. And uh, But he was, he was a fun to play against. So and okay. it was just really soft. I was not expecting that. Yeah. After some of my previous dwarven experiences I've had to say <laughs> Well, those are generally against me. <laughs> yes, yeah, fair enough. So, all right, I got Michael Rios on uh, game two. Pretty cool. He's playing a pretty tame lizard man list. This dude had come up earlier and like said hi, like, oh man, I like the cast. Nice to fucking nice meet you and shit. I was like, oh, cool, dude. So when we got to play, I was like, cool, sweet. Play someone that at least seems like a cool dude. And he had a slan, channeling staff, and the fucking three channel dice. Laura High Magic. He had a Scarvet on a cold one running around solo. Skink Priest with Laura Beasts. 20 Saurus, 3 units of 10 Skinks. Skinks? No fuckers. Actually, make that 4 units of 10 Skinks. Skinks! 20 Temple Guard, where he stuck the Slan. He had a Bastilladon, a Salamander, which was just one Sally, and then an Ancient Steg. So, for the shit luck I had round 1, the shit was on round 2. So, like, it was bound to swing my way, right? So I fucking scout the man-eaters off on his side, and, uh... Yeah, I just set up on the line. This was a fortitude deployment, so you can set up 15 inches in. Turn one, shoot the ancient stag, smoke it. Well, did one wound, and I'm like, oh, tournament reroll. Got a one-third chance of killing it, so I dropped that thing. <laughs> and then just fucking pretty much move my shit forward. The fucking man-eaters, he, he moved some skinks over there to try and, you know, make them take a panic check or something, but he didn't have any luck with that. And, like, as soon as I could, I charged those fucking skinks, buggered them off, overran into a unit of Saurus, which the fucking gut star tried to make a charge on at the same time, end up getting in. It was just gross. I was get Anytime I charged, I was getting the D3 impact hits across the board and sweet yeah there wasn't much tactical going on i was really just like all right i'll charge all right. his army was so small too like he had all those skinks now, I, I saw that a lot of the armies were small in that tournament two thousand points is kind of a different world because yeah. but you know like i say i had four units of skinks but every time i charge one they would run away i was like all right, i'll charge that unit they bugger i'll charge that unit they'll bugger all right so then next turn it's pretty much wide open and some of it rallied some of it didn't come back but they're all running through his units so they're not going to be back in my face anyways and uh my cannon was on did some cool sh- Shit. His Scarvat was effective. Like, he took out a unit of three ogres, took out my Noblars. Yeah, it's got what a high armor save and a lot of attacks. Yeah. It's just very survivable, and it must be stubborn, too, probably. But just came up on the flank. He ended up flanking the Mornfang. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, we, we called the game before we rolled that out. But I'm like, let's roll that out. I want to see if I'm pretty sure you're going to get those fucking Mornfang. But somehow he beat me, but I ended up making my seven leadership test. So I was like, well, you sh- yeah, you know, another round of that. Because I failed to turn to face him. You'd fucking probably get those dudes. And it's a pretty good swing. But before that could happen, I'd pretty much just run everything over. The fucking ogres got in, took out the Saurus turn to face the fucking temple guard charge the temple guard squash that it was just it was just greasy sometimes it fucking works well and that was just one of those games yeah like sorry like and it's weird like you get a like a nice dude and that's how it was with the dwarf guy going through the motions you know but i just ran him over i was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) that's cool yeah it was a fun game it was nice to feel like i had my fucking dice rolling mojo back because (laughs) amen (laughs) that was uh above average rolling for me (laughs) all right so last round 
I don't even know what the scenario was because we didn't really get far enough to fucking no, play. No, we it. didn't either. It was. Oh wait, I did sing during round two. I sang "Joy to the World." It's really the only Christmas I did song at the I know. End, so I just got the bonus points. So that yeah. was really, so I didn't want to lose. So, but I had tabled him, so it didn't really matter. So yeah, the major objective in the last round was just to have got some raffle tickets or to have brought a prize or a yeah. toys for tots thing, which we both did. So we got that pretty easy at the last minute, but we did. Yeah. So who did you get round three? I got Lenny. Something. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it, I'm terrible with last name. No offense, Lenny. <laughs> I remember, well, I remembered your first name, which I'm really pleased with. And you should know. He came in second overall. Third. Or third, as you were. Third overall. I don't even know how to say his last name. Uh, Lenny's, Lenny S. Yeah. Lenny Zadikowski. Lenny S. And no disrespect, Lenny. He's a nice guy. Uh, Empire Army. This is nothing personal against him, but this... I mean, I had a semi-douchey list, but this was <laughs> this was high, in my opinion, high on a douche level. As, as he told me as we started, this list was not made to make any friends. Well, Lenny, you made a friend anyway, but your list did not. So your list is not not going to get a Christmas card from me. So uh, that being said, I had a level four uh, with some kit with Lore of Life, uh, and they had a level one caster. Was his level four on foot? Yes. Okay. In this big block of halberders, maybe. 25 or 30, and then he had a detachment of swordsmen, I think it was. Okay. I never fought them. They were they were really just there to be core, I think, is what <laughs> they were there for, because uh, he had to. Five knights uh, kitted up to a one-plus armor save. Awesome. Four demigriff riders kitted up to a one-plus armor <laughs> save. <laughs> and, when you know, one steam tank is pretty good, but nothing, my friend, nothing beats Two steam tanks. You have two cannons, though, bro. You should have oh, been able really? to own that Oh, shit. yeah, I should be able to own that shit. Put the Furies out there to block them up and just start well, cannoning. Well, you don't understand no. some of the rules that well. <laughs> and then just because I think he had some points left, he had another cannon, too. Oh. So. So he had triple cannons, he had triple cannons, yeah. <laughs> and some moved, and uh, I basically could wound a steam tank a bunch, but I could never actually wound it. I mean, he'd save all the time. I couldn't do anything oh, to it. Oh, cannon? You don't get a save to that. I know, D6 but wounds. you got a hit, too. That's so this true. is where my dice went kind of south <laughs> on that. Uh, then we had uh, one of the magic phase. I rolled uh, the Slanish result, which means your corn guys, if you roll a six. So I blew one of my own cannons up. Very first turn. Never even got to shoot. It was awesome <laughs> And uh, in the magic phase. Yeah, there's a Slanish one where you get a six on your corn guys. They roll three dice for a leadership test. Yeah. I rolled like a 20. That means I died. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> so I was down the cannon already, so that probably explains part of the problem with hitting anything with it. Killing the steam tanks. <laughs> yeah, and then the first turn, I I actually took a pot shot as level four, which... He was he, in the unit? Yeah. Oh, it was kind of stupid. Yeah. yeah, dude, it <laughs> happens. Did I mention I was drinking, too? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, funny. and I was really just flummoxed with the steam tanks. I've never played... In, I've Actually, the last time I played Empire was in a GT in 2009, and I played a guy with Empire, but he didn't have any of that crap, and I just rolled my... Bucket of Heralds. That was that army I was running back then. I just rolled across the table and ran him off of it. So, yeah, I didn't really know. I was a bit flummoxed with those. And then when we finished, we kind of talked about it. And, you know, the, I could have channeled them a lot better than I did. And that's just something I haven't really caught on to is uh, using a chafe effectively. Yeah. I did better than I have in the past. Like, uh, eventually I, I figured out, well, if the cannon is tied up, it can't shoot me. So that's a bonus. Right. So I ran to the Beast of Nurgle up to it, and they just kind of sat there and yeah. flailed away at each other. Sure. And uh, he might have ground out a wound, but I had my general next near it for yeah. both of them, so I was going off a nine. And Sure. But the end was, you know, I didn't lose everything I had, but he, you know, he went like 15 to five or something. What you know, which stuff. part of his list made it so douchey then? Three well, cannons? Well, I think it was just everything having a one-plus armor save. Oh, and you having yeah. low strength. Yeah, and low strength. I mean, and, and that was, some of it was combo, and that's... <laughs> 
was like I, I hit the knights a whole bunch and oh yeah one plus armies like wow okay and yeah I, I really just could not hurt anything as army and again even with the poison it's still low strength you yeah know, that been a nice list to have epidemus although frankly I didn't do enough wounds to ever have got the benefit from it I think I killed off a couple of the demigriffs oh man that game I played epidemus that dude had like. I don't know, 30-something wounds by like turn Yeah, three. once you it get the gross. wounds up, yeah. You know, lesson for me is I probably, if I were to do this again for two, I'd probably drop one of the cannons, roll an epi, make him the general, and then uh, and he's not a magic user, so then I don't take a chance of blowing him up. Right. DSB, probably don't roll any magic, uh, and probably place one of the cannons with a properly modeled uh, soul grinder and use that to generate some wounds initially. Yeah. Because then you could throw out the template weapon with it, and, you know, I'm just trying to get to six. If I get to seven wounds on that chart, you get a plus one strength. That's a big deal. Right. Yeah, across yeah. the board. That I makes, it. <laughs> the two cannons are nice, but most people look at it like you're just trying to be a real ass. Right. And But frankly, you know, with, with just two level ones and nothing else really, you know, just being durable. Nothing scary. I didn't yeah. really think it was that over the top. If right. I had like a great and clean one or, you know, or a, you know, or, or a, a, a Lord of Change with the Wizard of Winsby or whatever the fuck that is, you know, <laughs> I had that all kitted up. You know, like I didn't have any war gear. I mean, it was just dudes yeah. with their ability. Yeah. <laughs> I have, well, I, I take the standard discipline, and then I had the banner, the plus one movement banner. Okay. And that was it. And that was on the fly. It's just because I thought it'd be handy to have that. Right. Okay. But it was it was a fun game. I mean, we did a good AAR of it. I have a really good idea what to do. And he didn't come. You know, some guys would do the thing afterwards, and they're they're like telling you what you should have done. Yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't like that, and I really appreciate that because I really was. You know, he's like, well, you got any questions about the empire? I said, well, yeah, I do. So let's. He's like, you know, if you do this and this, it'll channel them a lot better. And it was it was very polite about it, and I appreciate yeah. that. And I really was flummoxed and a little drunk. <laughs> and the combination of the two was I just like I was like, fuck, what do I do? That's all I could think of. And three vanilla porters. We'll do that too. So <laughs> at least you kept it to three. <laughs> yeah. uh, by, yeah. by the time we got to round three, I played against Grant Fetter, and uh, he was rocking ogres as well. And he was about as drunk as I was. We were both pretty lit up. And like right away at the beginning, yes, you were. I went and I bought us both a round of beers. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> Nothing, yeah. So he had a similar list to mine. Uh, the only difference was he had two extra man eaters, and you didn't have the gut star the same size as I did, but he had a second unit of ogres that was like six or seven strong somewhere in there i didn't get a copy of his list but so like same shit man just deployed try sniping his cannon with mine i did end up panicking his cannon at one point it buggered off and then came back and turn one i just kind of pushed it forward pussyfooted a bit and then uh ch- chaffed him up a bit because he had gone first so i chaffed him up and then my turn two like the Mornfang slammed into the ogre unit my Gutstar slammed into his Mornfang. He had killed my three-man block of ogres with his man-eaters, which was fine. That was, like, what those dudes were for. And then, so the Mornfang, like, kill all the fucking ogres in the unit, and then I just take a combat reform to face the guts, his Gutstar, which was right next to him. And then, the so this is, like, bottom of turn two. The My Gutstar is, like, swinging on his Mornfang, and, like, my character swings first. So... We ended up like getting into a bit of a rules debate there about because he had four Mornfang. You know, this is me facing his unit. On the left was the musician, and then it was like a rank and file, and then he had a standard bear, and then on the right was a rank and file dude. And then so I killed the rank and file dude on the right, but I charged in a solo saber tusk just to get him out of the way, and then I had charged in the gut star. So the saber tusk and the BSB killed one of the rank and file dudes. So he took the dude off on the far right, and then he just moved the musician who was on the far left to that position and i just never fucking seen that before i'm like i'm like uh, i don't think he could do that and he's like 
yeah, that's like total normal play. So we went back and forth on it a bit. And I don't know. I, we were drunk. Got a little like, what the fuck? And he's like, he's like, what, you think that's gamey? <laughs> I'm like, and you know, most people, this is just how I talk to people. I'm like, dude, that is gamey as fuck. He's like, well, I don't, you know, I, like, I don't want you to dig me for sports. I'm like, I'm giving you fucking zero points for sports. <laughs> and like, I was just fucking with him. I wasn't serious, dude. But like, he, I don't know, he took me serious and he like got all like upset. He's not, you know, not like. He's just like, ah, dude, that like that's fucking bullshit, you know. So he, uh, he's like, fuck it, man. I, I call the game, you win. And I'm like, ah, you know, like then I felt like a dick. I'm like, dude, I'm not being fucking serious here. I'm trying to have fun. And I recognize we're both drunk, but like we can sort this out. You know, we called Conzi over to make a ruling, and he's like, oh no, you can't do that. You have to take the rank and file models off. You can't take the command models off. Yeah, because you weren't attacking them. Well, he's like. Well, you can't really attack a, a musician, anyways. Yeah, and right. he's, he's like, a rank and file guy. He's like, well, I did take a rank and file dude off, and then I just moved the moved this guy over here. And you know, in, in retrospect, in the end, it it would have made like no difference. Mm-hmm. It was just something weird that it looked weird. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know that you can do that. And you know, like I read through the rule books afterwards, and it does say those dudes are interchangeable with rank and file models, but. Like it also says you you know the command models die last and this is the order the command models die in so I don't know I asked around and people were torn one way or the other on what was the legal thing to do but anyways I felt like a dick at the end because you know me calling him gamey as fuck <laughs> but like <laughs> he, he didn't mean smell gamey no. right. yeah, okay. <laughs> but I don't know like if you and I were playing or you know someone you know well you feel like like I could call you gamey as fuck and but he just you know he, he got I take it by as that. a compliment because yeah. I'm usually not gamey <laughs> so, as fuck, so yeah like I felt yeah. like a dick for that and then I felt like well you know this dude traveled here and I fucking you know Ruined I got drunk and yeah. he got drunk too so it's not yeah. all on me but anyways he called it on round two and that that's that's that we uh we fucking packed it up and i'm like dude seriously i like let's play it out i don't want to see it go that way i don't want you to be shady i tried to buy my beers like i don't want a fucking beer i'm like all right dude i I don't know what else to say then you know so i just put my shit away and and that was that and i did talk to him on the phone (laughs) like like later in the week he's like yeah he sent me an email hey give me a call here's my number so like we we talked it out and there's no hard feelings or anything it was just like a you know we're drunk we're being a little more serious apparently than, yeah, we, than we should that be. Sometimes though. So, yeah. oh, dude, I've seen people throw dice and throw models down and all that stuff. I just felt yeah. like a dick because I didn't want to wreck the dude's tournament day. Yeah. And I had a similar know. experience in Wausau. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the name of that or nothing. Yeah, today, at but the Big Bull Falls tournament. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that, that shit was the first time I've ever had to go. It, I, you know, I didn't even get in a discussion with the guy after the first one. It was just not knowing the rules for things and not understanding. I just went and got the tournament director each time. I, yeah. I didn't care, and I'm sure. I got zero points, and well, know, for, I, I don't got time for that, though. You know, it was just I'm not there to have that. And I had a great time aside from that, and even that was okay because I still won the game. So, but, yeah. <laughs> so, for, <laughs> for points well at done. the end, you know, I ended up giving him like middle of the road game. I didn't tank his sports or anything, and I wasn't trying to be a fucking dick like that. And you know, it, it was what yeah. it was. I I feel shitty about it, but that's like a valuable lesson, you know. And don't call people game as fuck during the game. Well, I, guess. I mean, you know, we're we're all pretty serious about the hobby, and I'm not. I'm just, you right. know, and. You, you never know, because, like, you and I have seen stuff that people have painted or put together yeah. <laughs> that is just really, you know, you're, and this will come out wrong, and if you hate me, key Johnny's car. But, you know, you're like, you're like wow. You know, but then, you know, for that person, that's that was a lot of work and effort and, and all that. You know, we all bring different things to the show. Right.
right? And and we all take it pretty seriously too, you know. And you go right. there, you know, and you, and you expect to do a certain level and this, that, and the next thing. And when it just doesn't work out that way, you know, you could be upset conceivably, yeah. or you felt you got ripped off in the judges, or somebody steals the winning trophy out of your hand. <laughs> at the very <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so um, well, I don't know. Like I think, yeah, but I just you know, and, and liquor would always make yeah. you know my experience just, just made your whatever you're feeling stronger. Well, I could see when my charges went off and those units got in and then his ogre unit disintegrated and it was going to be the same thing for those Mornfang regardless like he you know I could see he's like ah oh, fuck you know yeah, I just I'm got done. my face kicked in anyways um, like my shit's going to die here but you know he still could have pulled something out he still had six man eaters coming in he still had the better part a of joke. a gut yeah. star there so I don't know it was what yeah. it was I don't, yeah. we'll, we'll talk it to death but yeah no you just when you when you drink and no you, and that's just some you know that's something I learned over the years you yeah. know everybody <laughs> just really is trying to you know they're they're all doing their best typically there's some people don't paint some people well whatever they just know, take it very seriously i had a happens. i had a point on that you know you were talking about you know different skill levels people bringing what they bring to the game but go back and look at the shit you and i were making 10 oh, years ago dude yeah, and at the dude. time we're like yeah this this looks great i like it a lot i'm happy with what we i were got. talking about that in a car yeah but now like look that. at it in retrospect you're like oh man i've come a long way you know so yeah. it's and that's where, some where you are, are yeah. isn't that it's shit or it's bad it's it's a fucking process and if you mm-hmm. want to get better you improve and then years from then you look back and you're like holy fuck dude i'm so much better at this now yeah we were talking so, about that in a car and some yeah. stuff i was like oh god i hope so, that's not still in circulation on the internet yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyways like i don't know the girlfriend you had in high school and there's that picture just keeps showing up <laughs> oh god that first ogre army the concept was cool but yeah it's a little well no, that, i pay better now so yeah it's that, like said, the it's experience for me i'd say merry mayhem because of the way that last game ended it was the worst tournament i've ever been to in terms of like how i left feeling you know and it, yeah it, it should have been a fun day and it just ended sour and i was like well yeah i i, I just wish i wouldn't even have came it, it yeah. was it was fun to hang out and talk in the bar with all the dudes jared and alex yeah that and, was i like that part you know, yeah. i met mike mike rios and it, it was a good time but i just left a real sour mm-hmm. taste in my mouth it was the last game too yeah versus that been the middle game right and then made your last game been just a hoot you know and you right. wrote the guy too well you know i was happy it. like I drew, I drew grant i'm like ah sweet dude you know i know grant we've known each other for a couple of years we've yeah. had a good time we've played before and i was looking forward to it and it just fucking didn't go the way i thought it would you know and, now, like, I, and i just you know I, I know for me i gotta just up my game a little bit on the listing too yeah. well, although really i don't know what we talked about i probably drop magic if i run this army again i mean for that so sure you know, all my, right my goal is cast the wars for north star so okay we'll see got some time yeah. let's uh let's take a break and then we'll just wrap this up okay sounds talk good. talk about the results and all that i could have been someone I kept them with me, babe I put them with my own Can't make it all alone I built my dreams around you The boys of the NYPD chorus The singing go away, babe And the bells are ringing out For Christmas Day All right, so that wraps up Merry Mayhem. Now, let's talk about... I came in... I'm, you know, after that last game, if I would have somehow, like, Forrest Gumped a win, I would have been really upset, dude. Like, I, I don't want to fucking 
have that sour taste in my mouth and yeah, still take the these tournament. prizes, dude. I would have yeah. been upset about it, sure. and I would have probably declined it even. So, but you know, in terms of how the event was run, it was fucking it was run smooth, dude. There's no problems. The venue was fucking awesome. I came in seventh. Where were you? Eight, nine, ten, eleventh. Pretty decent showing. I got fucking tanked on sports. That's probably Grant <laughs> dragging me down there. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's how it goes. It's a valuable lesson there. Yeah, we Unless, both got Max and painting. I'm feeling good on that. And yeah, sportsmanship battle I had for two losses. My painting score helped bring me up. <laughs> yeah, we maxed it. I think we're the only two dudes that maxed out on paint. That's solid. Yeah. My sports are just in the toilet, dude. Yeah, that's uh, that's like seven. Yeah. That's bad. But, I don't know, valuable lesson. Unless you fucking know someone very well yeah, and they know you very well, I don't know, you can't act like you do. Because I could say that, I feel like I could say that to you or Rog or Absolutely. even a lot of the dudes in the scene. And, you know, I might but, cry a little bit, but I, yeah. I take it, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe <laughs> I, if the booze hadn't been poured into the mix. <laughs> but, I don't know, even yeah, in jest. like were kicking my ass. I was like, those yeah, are really tasty. Solid, dude. Yeah. And Well, after that, I think I had two more before we left. So, oh, when we were in the bar drinking, Conzi came in talking about the painting contest. I didn't know they were having a painting I didn't contest. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, we got three categories. You get a free entry in one. It's five bucks for each other. He's like, We got unit, character, and monster. And I was drunk by them. I'm like, Really? <laughs> like, yeah. When can I get in? After the games? He's like, Yeah, yeah, it's not a problem. I'm like, All right, dude. So I got in all the categories and I scooped all three categories and I won like best, best in show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked away with $100 in gift cards. I also ended up taking Champion of the Brush, the you know, it's a best painted award for the event. So that was cool. Yeah, it was a good time, man. I won the right to be there. It was <laughs> awesome. I, I had a good time. I learned a lot. It's tough to follow up the Bull Ogres, as you sense from my. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I think I'm safe for the next North Star, though, because I don't think Johnny's going to have another Magic Army done by then. But. No, but I'll be eligible for Best Painted at North Star. Yeah, she will be, yeah. Because I did take Best Overall this Damn year. It. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sucker! That's all right. It makes me work hard. That's the things you need to well, to make you to do, yeah, to do better. That's like not the, in English, but I like to yeah. point out that your original ogre army, which we you laugh at now, but that yeah, yeah. was influential in making sh- the shit we do what it is today. You know, because you converted an entire army, made everything cool, and at the time painted it to the best of your ability and put a lot of fucking effort into it. And we still look back on that as like where it all began. Because you know, back then I was doing dwarves and. They're shit for conversion. You can't do a lot, but I painted the fuck out of them as best I could. But then I, you know, we've seen your shit, and it's all just over the top. Like, all right, I get it. And then I'm doing Beast Man, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it's fucking grew from there. There it began, yeah. So, and when you start raising the bar for yourself, it's like, oh shit, dude, this is gonna get out of hand. But I like a challenge. I mean, I'm okay at the game. I I really like the collecting and converting. That's (laughs) what I mean. Actually, the only army I've ever owned for a long time is the the Nurgle one because usually I'll play it in a couple tournaments and sell it off so I can buy more shit. So yeah. The Mrs. I've, Butcher's happy then, so yeah, it works out good. I have never sold an army that was painted, <laughs> nor probably would I. But when yeah. you got five years per army of your life, plus all the years yeah. building onto it after we that. We painted at a different speed. That's, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to slow it down a little bit. Although I've, you know, I'm, I'm excited to try the things with the airbrush and the yeah. pre-shading and things like that. I think that's going to help. That might not be too helpful on something as small as a Chaos Dwarf, though. Well, the shading part I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. The pre-shading. So, because I, I think you, that's that's a thing to challenge because like I've did some ogres and I really subtly blended the skin and everything, and you look great when you're close, but on but when you're tabletop, tabletop they look like I didn't do shit to them. Well, the issue is you got to go. You know, when I do that, there's eight layers of color between you know base coat ink and then 
six to eight layers every time. <laughs> okay. And that's how you get it to fucking, you know, you, when you think it's done, you got to do a couple layers past that to make it really pop like that. Right. I, you know, I see your point. Yeah, you got you to gotta over-highlight. That's fantasy. It's got to be bright and bright, popping. Popping and, and a contrast. Right. But not ridiculous contrast and good colors. Yeah, you don't don't highlight everything up to white because I've seen it done and it yeah, just yeah. looks it like, like they made a chrome much. or something. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, and then I've stopped <laughs> using black so much, except I had to kind of go back to that with a towel because that was the underpinnings for some of it. But yeah, yeah, um, the, you know, I used to use black all the time to line everything. Now I've kind of gotten away from that, and I use browns or blues depending on what it is. Sure, and it gives you a different look. And that stuff I learned uh, while I was working on my design degree. Yeah, the painting that you know, the, the couple classes I really got something out of, even though it wasn't. I'm really not that great of a 2D painter, but you could apply all those principles of color and stuff to painting. Uh, sure. Yeah, and anything you could do, you know, to to better your understanding how colors work together yeah. and stuff like that, that's always going to make your <laughs> you know, your stuff look better, you know. Because I've seen some well-painted things, but the combinations were just, I'm like, dude. That's one of the ways yeah. I'm going to get a lot out of the Orctonian project because it's, your palette is wide open. Yeah, I and saw And you that. can use bright, crazy shit and just see if it works. And Yeah, yeah he just managed to show off, like, uh, he's got like five. <laughs> of them painted, I think. Yeah. And then the, pig, the, and the pig thing. And, and the thing is, because the army's varied to start with, that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. And, and then by basing and then some commonalities on some other stuff, it'll all tie together and it'll look just great. Like painting historicals just like that. You have to create a chaos that still looks cohesive. Right. And like for like painting a Saxon unit, for example, they all had different shields. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a bit of a challenge to paint 60 guys and have them look varied right. and, and do that quickly. So, you know, I, I approach it very different than you would. But the same thing goes. You tie them in with some common colors. Use your solid you know, basing. Right. And the basing solid and you bring everything together and it gives it a good strong look, which I think is what helped with those ogres. They had a, a very strong look. Again, you know, now kind of cartoonish painting, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, you know, it's just stuff I learned over time. Sure. And the conversions were okay. I mean, now I've, I've got better tools. I didn't have clay shaper or nothing back then. Yeah. It's all, you know, with <laughs> like shit I just made up. and metal tools. Yeah. And, yeah. and hope it works. And, yeah. you know, and that's the other thing I, I don't know, I guess now we're into recommending stuff, but okay. Uh, you know, I recommend that you just spend some time and get some stuff that you need, you know? Right. Oh yeah. Right. Those clay shapers, man, they're probably 30 bucks for all three sizes, full sets. Yeah. Maybe 40 bucks, but one of the most useful, if you want to get good at sculpting, that's something you fucking need, dude, because yeah. it's so versatile. You got a tool for everything. You can, it's great. It was a yeah, fucking awesome, awesome suggestion. Tool. Yeah. So um, that's my tip of the day. Get the right tools. I don't know if we're doing tips, but there you go. Hey, man, so. you can do that. All right. So let's, okay. uh, let's just talk about contacting us and then we'll fucking wrap it up. So you can email in pointhammer to gmail.com and look us up on Facebook if you're a fucking Facebook idiot. <laughs> got voicemail 601-879-4728. That's 601-TRY-HP. BBV can fucking leave a voicemail. If you want to leave a Bear Cares, you can leave it on there. You want to fucking call in and worship Butcher via voicemail. That's fine. Gear-wise, I got two shirts left. I got a triple X and a medium. After that, shirts will be out for a while. I got all three colors of dice in again. The blog, youmagnificentbastards.com. That's mostly me posting now. Rarely does anybody else post, but uh, check that out. There'll be pictures of the Minotaur slash Belogar command that I just converted up for that. And then once I finish this Orc Pegasus Rider, I'll get that complete model up on there. See, I think uh, Nabrolian just posted up a Wapaka prep thing. So, and he's the dude that won it last year. So, that might be of interest to the bros. But uh, check it out for sure. We got a forum. If you're fucking curious on the music that ended up on these episodes or no, you want to get in touch with us, you can fucking post up on there. I usually check it once or twice a week. If if there's anything going, I fucking respond. That's all we got. We got uh, Mike's blog, The Butcher's Bill. 
Yeah, that's what I got. Google okay. that shit. Check it out. He's got some yeah, cool I shit on Yeah, I sporadically update it. Uh, <laughs> I go in streaks where you get all sorts of great stuff. And then you can just go back and look at the pictures and reminisce. But, I do that uh, a lot. There's a lot of archive stuff on there, so do look at the older posts. A lot of stuff I worked on in the past. Uh, I highly recommend the Captain Morgan Giant if you get a chance to look at it. I remember uh, that, dude. Yeah, yeah that's uh, one, of, one of my favorite models I think I've ever done. It's old school uh, It's a commission, though, but it got, got sent off. <laughs> yeah, and you'll see a lot of stuff, uh, 40K and, and Fantasy, and then uh, some historical stuff I've done too. Okay. You got any of your uh, Flames of War shit on there? Yeah, a couple pictures of the tanks. Uh, okay. Yeah, part of my uh, want to spend money after Christmas is to get a proper, like a light cube. I just, uh, I'm having trouble getting pictures with okay. Flames of War. It's just so small. And yeah. So. Okay. Cool. That's all we got then. Thanks for fucking listening and fucking suck my balls. I got nothing. <laughs> you don't want to give us suck my balls? No, no I don't roll that way. So. All right. Uh, uh, um, 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 u